the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel, join us in the chat. Welcome everybody back from a holiday. Was it good to you? Have you recovered from your food hangover, Jeremy? I ate the largest sandwich I've ever seen in my life. I'm, yesterday i've never i mean i used to watch cartoons and they don't make uh sandwiches that big it was divine <laughs> yeah. i am back to keto today so i had to get rid of every bit of leftovers last night so amy ordered the lovely french loaf from uh the the ingles bakery and uh and everything went on it all of it just everything it. nice i uh, made a, a a cranberry mayo that went on that bad boy and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, I have been seeing dead relatives since about seven o'clock last <laughs> night. So if I fall off the screen at some point, or you just don't hear my voice for a minute, somebody should call help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat me celebrated in my heart. Current me stared at that photo and went, "I would die." If I ate a quarter of that sandwich. It almost killed Brian Haynes, if that tells you anything. Oh, my. Because what you couldn't see from that picture is that it was literally over a foot long. I cut it in half to make... Yeah, it was To make it manageable, right? Yeah. It was... (laughs) It was a lot. A lot. Well, well, I'm glad... And now I, I have to basically consume nothing but protein checks for about five days. So I'm going to be pretty ornery by the end of the week. I was going to say, it'll take you at least a week to get back on the track here uh, after the holiday season. But I hope everybody had an opportunity to get some good rest in, you know, get all the football watching in, get some time in with the family. Um, This is as overreaction as I'm going to be. What? Uh, This week, I will overreact to all of the things. But I don't think my overreactions are going to be in large part what you A, want them to be, or B, what you think they will be. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, it was a football field weekend as we had uh, football every day of the holiday week as we do. And, you know, it all came crashing down for one Franklin Delano Reich. I have no idea if that's his name. It's not. Probably not. It's not. But Frank is out in Charlotte. The Carolina Panthers, David Tepper deciding enough is enough. The 1-10 start after the loss to the Tennessee Titans was Frank Reich's last as Uh, the head coach. Let's play a fun game. Yep. There have been six coaches fired in uh, during their first season. Mm -hmm. Ever. How many can you name? Well, we've got Frank Reich now, so that's one. That one was a given. You had Urban Meyer. Nathaniel Hackett. 
then I got to dig back. I'm not sure. I know that th- those have been what the last three years. Mm-hmm. We don't have to one. dig back that far. Really? No. It's happened six times in NFL history. It's happened five times in the last six years. Really? Uh, Pete McCauley in 1978 was okay. the only time that had ever been done. Now, there had been a couple coaches who quit. Lou Holtz quit. Mm-hmm. Bobby Petrino quit. Mm-hmm. These are the ones that had been fired. Hillbilly Handfish and Freddie Kitchens oh, yeah. and Steve Wilkes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Five of those are in the last six years. Mm-hmm. What does that tell you? Times they are changing. There ain't no loyalty anymore if you can't win. Well, why? Why is that the case? I mean, this is a big business and everybody wants to win. Because the bad in this league is so damn bad that I don't need to look at this and give you time. Look at the five names that I just said. Steve Wilkes in Arizona. There were times that I, honest to God, thought their their meetings weekly were held in language that that team was not familiar with. <laughs> Freddie Kitchens, I was not dead sure he actually knew what a football was. Urban Meyer was way too preoccupied with doing over-the-pants hand stuff. Uh Nathaniel Hackett, you could have convinced me that he had an active wager against himself, and Frank Reich was worse than all of them. All of them. I'm going to tell you something that was was told to me by somebody really close to this team. If it was up to David Tepper, Frank Reich would never have coached a game for this team he'd have fired him in august really that's how bad this had gotten and the reason and this was super predictable and it really bothers me that i didn't see this when it happened as soon as that story leaked that frank reich wanted cj stroud this was doomed to fail 100 percent unequivocally doomed to fail there was no shot yeah because ask yourself jeremy's favorite question who wanted you to know that it was Frank Wright, of course, because was. he was looking around going, I cannot win with this quarterback, so I'm going to go to one of my little buddies in the media. I'm going to leak that I wanted C.J. Stroud, because when he looks as good as he has and Bryce Young looks as bad as he has, I want out in front of the narrative that I didn't do this. Now, this is the worst hire possibly in NFL history, just in terms of looking back, revisionist the history. Results, yeah. My bigger question is, where do you go from here? Do you realize how many layers of disaster Carolina is right now? At least six. There's at least six layers to this. Well, I, I want you to think about the, the pool of potential openings. Okay. You tell me which one of these is less attractive than Carolina. The Los Angeles Chargers. No. The Las Vegas Raiders. No. Uh, the Raiders is already open. The New York Jets. The New England Patriots. That one you have to think about, but it's a historically really successful franchise. Ownership. That's the one. Mm -hmm. The Washington Commanders. Yeah, no. The Chicago Bears. They have two Maybe. top five picks. You shouldn't have even really thought about that. Oh, yeah. Because I wasn't thinking they about have that. your pick, which is going to yeah. be number one in a far superior draft. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. The entire NFC South. I, there's a path that none of those jobs are occupied by the same guy next year that they're occupied by now. And none of them should be. No. For the love of God, can we stop giving playoff berths to teams that win god awful divisions? <laughs> uh, I would say that's probably all the ones that could come open. 
Mm-hmm. You're the least attractive job on the market. And it's not even close. Yeah, absolutely. And it all comes from David Tepper down. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many articles I have read? Just This came down about 9 o'clock this morning. I have probably read 20 articles from 20 different markets just because I wanted to see we are Panther affiliates. I know what I know. You know what you know. And a lot of it's because, well, we're close. So you hear a lot of things that are, hey, don't say I said this, but wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This has been going the wrong way for a while. Do you know of the 20 articles I've read, how many times was it referenced how impatient David Tepper is? All of them. All but two. Mm -hmm. And two of them were written nine minutes after this happened. So they may have they may have edited it and gone back and put it in. I don't know. You don't have a GM. The G- Scott Fitter is getting fired. Period. There's no way that David Tepper, unless he has horrid naked pictures of David Tepper, there's no way Scott Fitter doesn't get fired. So just think about how the process is going to go. You're not hiring a coach without a GM. So you're going to do the GM search first. Why'd you not fire Scott Fitter today? Why'd you not get a leg up on that today? Why did you not get in front of that? So you at least, and you can't talk to all these guys. I get that, but you can do an expedited search because we don't hire coaches as quickly as we used to. So now you're going to have to go through all the fun little dog and pony show of, Hey, you know what? We, we gave Scott five more games, but we have ultimately decided that there will be a parting of ways. Or he gets to leave on his own accord at the end of the season. I'm going to say that's not going to happen. Really? It's pretty dumb to walk away from somebody that has to buy you out. You'd have to really be principled, and I'm going to say Scott Fitter is probably not that good. <laughs> so you're going to have a week to two week search for your GM before you can even dive into the pool, which means you're going to get the sixth, seventh, eighth best candidate in this cycle. Why? Because David Tepper's ego got the best of him. You should not have fired Frank Reich today. I'm just going to level with you. You shouldn't have. This is a bad idea. And then you look at who they tabbed to replace Frank Reich. Tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Chris Tabor. Not Ajira Avero. Mm-mm. Not Jim Caldwell. Nope. Not Thomas Brown. Nope. I want the guy that there is not a snowball's chance in Atlanta that the fan base is going to fall for him the way they did for Steve Wilkes. And, and why would I do that? Because he's already got somebody in mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. I know who it should be. I also know that person personally, and if they don't uh, look at that phone number, come up and go, I'm new phone. Who this? <laughs> Honey, who was that? Potential spam. I don't. I, I don't believe I'll be answering that call. David Tepper as an NFL owner, and there is no doubt about it that this has been an unmitigated disaster. The only path forward here for him in my eyes is you are costing yourself major amounts of money by the day because the only way that's not a path forward the only way no the only way this gets better is if he's going to back up the brinks truck for whoever i don't know what it is i I always love when people say that Mm -hmm. so what does that mean exactly when you say back up the Brinks truck, it what does means that mean? you make somebody the stupidest offer out there. And what you just said is how you got here. You don't win in the NFL by throwing stupid money at things. That's why you're where you're at. 
I've heard so many names today. If Jim Harbaugh got a call from David Tepper right now, he would literally laugh until he peed in his khakis and have to send them to a dry cleaner. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think I'm leaving Michigan for that? I'm going to pass, but thank you for the offer. There's also not a coach that you can do that with. Who's the guy that you're – all right, let's just say it worked that way and you just grossly overpay for somebody. Mm-hmm. Who is that guy? Who's, are you going to go get Bill Belichick, who we're going to talk about later, and and I'm not going to lie, that sandwich is still like lodged in my in my, in my my heart. And uh, I know that's not how food works, but right. – I, I may actually fall out yelling at Bill Bell. There is no name that is off the table. Any name that you can mention, they're getting an offer. Because he has to, I mean, he has to be, right? He has to be desperate to make this work now. This is why you've done this. And, and that's the, that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. You ever heard that phrase that there's an actual stench of desperation? That's where Carolina's at. Mm-hmm. Anybody with options knows that. Mm-hmm. Ben Johnson knows that. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. You have a horrific reputation in this league as being really meddling and being really impatient. It's not going to change. Unless, because I feel like every Panther fan today is looking at this the wrong way. It's not the coach. It's not. You can blame Frank Reich all you want to. This roster is comedically bad. That offensive line is New York jet bad, and they're on their third full set of offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. This weekend, number 15 will play. Talk about my team later. I've got to get my mind right before I even open my mouth about that. You fired two head coaches in back-to-back years. Uh, Who that dude and me basically just said that in our YouTube comments. Good luck getting anybody to answer. That's the point. That's the whole point is that you've made yourself look like an absolute clown show and you just did it with a veteran coach. Mm-hmm. This wasn't Matt Rule. You could have gotten a blip on Matt Rule. You went and hired the safest coach humanly possible. The problem is you didn't cut the head off the snake. You have been – to say this team has drafted poorly would be the absolute greatest understatement in the history of the English language. Your best draft pick never plays. Ever. J.C. Horn's the only pick you've hit on. He never plays. He's hurt all the time. And now you have to find a coach, not only that will take your, uh, th- that will take the call, not only the coach that will take your money, but the coach that's dead set on Bryce Young. And, I mean, there's got to be a serious buy-in here. Coaches don't tend to get a second bite of the apple. You're going to get a first-time head coach. Because nobody's taking their second shot with this disaster. Why would I tie myself to all this? I've got a quarterback that you jumped out of line to go up and get. Now you don't have a pick in the first round, which you gave up to get him. It's going to be the number one pick in this draft. And you still have to give up another two as well. And you have no receivers. And you have no offensive line. And, oh, by the way, I have to deal with David Depper. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Mm -hmm. And the problem that you have is – Who's going to do it? Who's going to – because now you're at full rebuild, right? The only hope you have is that you have an in with somebody like the Houston Texans had with D'Amico Ryans because that is the positive side of this. Mm -hmm. The Houston Texans were in the exact same shape you were one year ago 
We thought Nick Casario was the biggest moron on the planet Earth. Then doubled down on it, went for broke, and it worked. Yep. Because he got the quarterback, and he got the edge rusher, and it's all come together. He but he drafted well. Mm-hmm. He hit on Tank Dell. He hit on Nico Collins, who just hadn't had a quarterback to throw to him. He went and got Dalton Schultz. That's what you're going to have to do. Stop worrying so much about the coach. Coaches are fluid. The organization is not fluid. David Tepper's not going anywhere. Your scouting department from the head down is not going anywhere. You need to back the Brinks truck up. You're 100% right on that. But it's not for the coach. Go get the GM. The GM will bring organizational stability and bring the coach with him. Mm -hmm. Because David Tepper at this point is so toxic in league circles, your money ain't no good here to anybody with options. Focus on the GM, not the coach. You're in the sportsocracy, the CSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It's an overreaction Monday. More coming next. The Ingalls Giving Tree, benefiting Mana Food Bank, will be on display at the Asheville Mall as a reminder of the needs of so many families in western North Carolina. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all Ingalls locations, donate online, or at the Ingalls Giving Tree at Asheville Mall so Mana Food Bank can reach everyone who needs help. Nothing can hold back the holiday spirit of giving in western North Carolina. Please help Ingalls Market iHeartRadio Asheville, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this holiday season. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. Back on an overreaction Monday. ESPN Asheville. We have our first one of these of the day. I'm your huckleberry. And this is a really serious question. It's from Rich Vitale. So it's a serious question. If the Panthers called you, Jeremy, would you take the job? No. <laughs> Seriously, I wouldn't. <laughs> a, I don't want to. I have no desire to be a coach. Scout, and if you wanted to hire me in the front office, we could talk. You're going to have to pay a hell of a lot more than I've been told you pay. But mm. that's, that's some inside baseball. That doesn't really matter. Uh, I, I don't think you're going to get anybody with options that, that really wants this job. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of other questions that were asked about Carolina. Rob Johnson, what does Carolina do? do you, trade Brian Burns for a good weapon? I'm trading Brian. I'm trading anything that's not uh, attached to the floor. Brian Burns, sorry, buddy. You're going to get franchise tagged, and I'm going to auction you to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. Tear it to the studs. How many times do we say How this? many players do they have that are members of a division winner? In this god-awful division. Three. I don't know that I can get that high. You got Burns. You got Brown. 
And you got Jeremy Chin. Two guys you got to pay, and Jeremy Chin's a free agent that you're not going to pay. He has no desire to be here. He wasn't even playing when when he was healthy. He wasn't even playing. Frankie Louvu. Awesome. You have a special teams linebacker. Awesome. You're going to have to really spend the money on the front office and start hitting on the draft picks. That's the most important thing. Because Carolina, I don't care who – I do not care who you hire. Unless you start hitting on draft picks with your reduced draft capital, none of the rest of this matters. Bryce Young has no shot. Remember when we were sold the whole David Tepper myth, right? This is a guy that's – you know, he's been connected with the Pittsburgh Steelers and he's going to take – you know, he's been a part owner there and he's going to take that model and he's going to bring it down here. And he's going to turn this into basically Pittsburgh South. He's just going to be winning all the time. You tired of it? Are you tired of all the winning? Because, I mean, it's been fantastic, right? Charlie Sheen was winning more than this. (laughs) And that was when he was banging seven gram rocks and talking about tiger blood. (laughs) Exactly. Currently, that guy is making David Deborah look bad. Uh, Yeah, Carolina Panthers making the change at 1 and 11. Or, excuse me, at 1 and 10. The reverse of that, Philadelphia Eagles proved to 10-1. and one. Somebody asked in the chat, what was the best game of the weekend? What was the worst game of the weekend? I think we could all agree that, or maybe not all agree, but we can all get on board with Buffalo Bills, Philadelphia Eagles was the best game of the weekend. If we're talking about the NFL, yes. Yeah. The game you dutied on was the best game of the college football weekend. What game? Uh, Alabama-Auburn. I tried to tell you, and I was taking so many victory laps in the chat of Tank took New Mexico State, Jacksonville State over this. Yep. Needless to say, I will be making the first selection in the daily draft (laughs) because that might be the biggest defeat in the history of that segment. You don't believe me? If you don't believe me, go back and watch it. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I was not interested in that game at all. That should have been a blowout. I watched every second of it, and I knew it wouldn't be. Just like, you know, the rest of the rivalry games weren't. Because we do that every year. I love rivalry weekend because no matter how much money I'm down for the year, I go, (laughs) I'm going to make it back this week. Yeah. Georgia Tech, hmm, weird. They're awful. Made it a game. Mm -hmm. Washington State, they're awful. Hmm, weird. Mm Should have won. Mm -hmm. Lots of close games this weekend. Um, but the worst was most definitely had to be the Giants and the Patriots, right? If you watch more than five seconds of that game, you're a sadist and you need to talk to a therapist. Uh, and I don't care if you play for the New England Patriots. No. I would have literally, if I pl- if I was on the sideline playing for one of those teams, I would have just sat there like, nope. Can't make me do it if I'm not in the game. So the Philadelphia Eagles do it again. They're able to come back uh, and win last night. Overtime, 37-34 against the Buffalo Bills. It's the luckiest team in the NFL, and yes, you do have a realistic, legit, big boy problem because Jalen Hurts is hurt. What's wrong with him? Knee. He's got a big brace on the knee. It was super obvious that he is, in terms of just throwing the football, it wasn't great. Then the fourth quarter happened. Mm -hmm. And why did that happen? Because you let them hang around. Buffalo beat your brains out for three quarters but they couldn't put you away. And when they didn't put you away, they started doing that thing, you know, and I hated this phrase when I was a kid, but prevent defense prevents you from winning. Yep. That's all it does. And they didn't do that. They just played super soft. And and I got to give Jake Elliott, I got to give him credit. Buddy, 
I don't think there's three people on this planet that would have made that field goal. And I'm, it might just be you and Justin Tucker. Yeah, yeah. 59-yarder in a monsoon. And it was bullets. As soon as it came off his foot, I went, that's good. I'm not sure it even got above the line when I went. That's good. Yep. Yep. But the Philadelphia Eagles force, force overtime. Then Buffalo couldn't make the play. The Gabe Davis play. Right. It feels like that's feels like every game you have an infamous play that it always comes down. Oh, to the infamous play in this was uh, the infamous play in this game should have uh, had a lot to do with people wearing black and white. We're going to talk about that later, <laughs> and I'm going to do my best to not say bad words. And that's coming from a Jets fan. Quite, this is a team in my division. It is quite upsetting. Every game you watch, though, there mm-hmm. are three to four major plays that you go. Like, the, the announcers don't even know what to do anymore. No. Like, you're sitting I back just when going, they go to, what is happening right now? I love when they go to Gene's territory and he just goes, I, I that beats me. I don't know. I don't know how an official can be looking at a quarterback who gets drugged down by, his, by the collar, which we have a penalty that is named for that, and they just go, nah. nope. Then you call intentional grounding. And there was a receiver there. I then, not only did we get the call wrong because we missed that one, we then tacked on to make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I was promised flying cars. Uh, and, and you know what? I don't need a flight car. I got a brand new car. Thank you, CarMax. Uh, HWA's driving that day. You can see it on all of, all of our social medias. It's, it's quite lovely. Um, I don't need that. You know what I need? Robot officials. I am so tired of hearing these god-awful officials try to explain. There are times that I'm like, I don't think you even know what this rule is. You're making this up as you go along, aren't you? John, John Harbaugh looked at the official last night and went, you're making this up as you're going along, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Starting to think of maybe we should get like a, uh, a, a phone-a-friend. You remember that? You remember that old game show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where we had the the lifelines? I feel like referees, we need those during the game. Like, coaches can phone a friend when they don't agree with what the refs on the field said. It's, it's either, way easier than that. I can either call up to the booth. I can poll the stadium. Actually, we'll poll the opposing fans and see what they think. It, uh, it's I way easier that than that. All you need. And I'll I'll happily, Rich Vitale asked if I'd take the Panthers head coaching job. No. Would I take the job I'm getting ready to outline? Absolutely. We get five fat guys, two cases of domestic lights, and a red zone channel. If there's a calling question, just call us. Hey, stupid. Uh, This is like super obvious. I don't know how you didn't see it live done, but I've seen it on replay about eight times. Why do we not have that? There's no term that irritates me more than that's not reviewable. Mm-hmm. Why is it not reviewable? We review everything, even the most obvious calls. We review them all. And the expedited call, why does that not apply to just a blatantly obvious penalty? Roger Goodell, I, I get it. You got a lot of stuff on your plate. Maybe, maybe focus less on Tay-Tay and more on getting the damn call right. If I said that one time yesterday, I bet I said it 60. I bet I said that 60 times. It's a problem. I And nobody knows how you fix it. 
I just said how to fix it. But they will never do that. That's the problem. Oh, I, I completely disagree you with think you. think so? hundred percent. I'll tell you why. Because you've started to really, really anger betters. Um, Yesterday, oh, let's play a fun game. If the Minnesota Vikings cover tonight, how many times in NFL history have more favorites covered in a single week? Oh, I don't know. Zero. It's tied for the record right now. And some of those were historically awful bad beats. Many of them had problems with officiating. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that's when this goes completely awry, when the betters start completely not believing in the officials, you're going to see a dip in money. And we're to that point. I got gambler friends that swear this league's rigged. Mm. I always thought the gamblers were the smartest people, and I, you cost them a whole mess of money, and they go straight kooky. They go, <laughs> they've just gone full tinfoil hat. They hate officials at this point to the same level that Kevin Vick and myself do. Maybe and so. that... Maybe that ends up being the thing. Now that now that uh, wagering is so widely accepted, maybe that will spur the change more. We just we've been arguing about this. We've been complaining about this our entire lives as fans, and it's never changed. Uh, Jack S in our YouTube comments said, "You made this point earlier in the season. Uh, how do you call quick plays like that? Do you call everything?" Uh, and then he finished it with, "You said that human error was part of the game. I have never said that." Not one time. He has. Because I think that is the stupidest thing that comes out of anybody's mouth. A human error. That's a baseball thing. Mm-hmm. It's that's human error. Because that's the excuse that's not that we always get given. It, it might have been in 1947 error. when your only replay was an etching that somebody that looked like the Monopoly man did on the first baseline. I have 900 cameras. Get the call right. Mm-hmm. I don't care if we take officials out entirely. You can give me one guy to spot the ball, one to make sure these guys don't kill each other, and then everything else is officiated from on high. I'm fine with that. I'll never be mad that you got a call right. Ever. I don't care if it slows the game down. At this point, these games are taking three-something hours anyway. But we can't take out the human element. 100% we can. Mm, Yeah, I think you can. Oh, uh, let me uh, (laughs) back-satisfied Browns fan who is – got to give that guy credit. You had a bad weekend, my friend. He was in the big house. Oh, no. As an Ohio State fan. Ouch. And he is a Browns fan. But it is his birthday weekend, and happy birthday well, to good. him. Happy birthday. Uh, he said none of us would be here without human error. That's not entirely true. A lot of us would not be here without human error and vacations. And maybe tequila. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but that doesn't change anything in an no. NFL football game. No. We can make mistakes in our social lives. I don't need an official that's just, I can't see it. What did we learn, though? Philadelphia Eagles, 37. Buffalo Bills, 34. Overtime win for the Eagles to go to 10-1. and How strong are the Philadelphia Eagles at the top of the NFC, or are there problems? a quick break we'll discuss it up next here on espn Asheville. real estate isn't about properties it's about people i'm clarissa hyatt zach with exp realty your native realtor serving all of western north carolina 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP, The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors with zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Back of the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Oh, Tommy DeVito. Hey! Hey! I do love that we can't do stereotype things unless it's with. Tommy DeVito. Well, I mean, if you are, did and, you anybody know. else notice that that we can't do that with any? And I'm not saying you should, but they went so over the top mm-hmm. with Tommy DeVito. Mm-hmm. Literally, every time he scored a touchdown, he was doing this. I, I, they 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 brought him into the Sopranos theme song. He now, has, literally the only way they could have made this more obvious is if they gave him just a big tuft of chest hair and a gold chain. Made him end every sentence with "forget about it." They have quickly turned him into my like one of my new favorite storylines of this uh, of this season. His dad does look like Tony Soprano too, no doubt. That dude has worked some union jobs that he might not have worked. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, just the fact that he is, you know, he's putting he. I mean, I mean, he really is putting uh, Italian Americans on the map once again the just the embracing of the persona here and it's almost the acceptance of ah, he is one of us he still lives at home with his mom how you like that ah, he's a good kid meatloaf <laughs> that's all i could think about watching him is this kid this kid ate beefaroni in his drawers in his mommy's now basement if he start last if night he, if he starts throwing on the joe pesci accent I think we I just wish go ahead would. and give him the, the rookie of the year right I now. I wish he would. I wish he would have come into his press conference yesterday. What are you saying? I amuse you? <laughs> funny, funny how? <laughs> that would just be. It'd be great. That'd make me like him even more. No doubt. I love this kid. I have two outside stories. What, and, and I'll be honest with you, I couldn't choose between them because I couldn't choose which one was dumber. Did you did you, did you watch the Thursday night game? Uh, so the Thanksgiving yeah. night game, Seattle just gets obliterated by San Francisco. Yeah. Did you hear Chris Collinsworth tell his story of how stupid he is? No. So I did not. apparently, you know, Chris being in in uh, being in Seattle, he thought he would take in some of the local wares, so he went to a fish market to buy some fish. Okay. And he saw. A, a a fish and it said it's big fish and it said $35. So Dum Dum went, I'll take two and have them shipped to my house. Because he doesn't understand that you buy meat by the pound. By the pound, yeah. 
He spent $700 to have two fish shipped to his house. Good for him. What a... And yeah. then, and then, told that story out loud. That's one of those stories that you swear your wife to secrecy. <laughs> you will never tell anybody that I did this, ever. And if you do, we're going to have a problem. Nah. Nah, that's a great story. Uh, the other story is, you know, we're in the we're in the silly season of college football. Got coaches being fired. Ryan Day probably should be, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Indiana. That, that one probably didn't make a lot of headlines Mm-mm. yesterday. Tom but Allen. Tom Allen. <laughs> yep. Fourth biggest buyout in history in the history of college football. Hilarious. That's that's not good. But there is a have you heard anything about who the candidates for this job could be? No. Indiana football? Mm-hmm. Well, you're saying this like, oh, you're not gonna say a name. No, I'm gonna. Uh South Alabama's Kane Womack is valued to be the favorite. I'd rather have quote, Chris unquote. Womack. 100%. Shout out to our guy at WLS. Uh, Tommy Reese from Alabama. Justin Fry, the offensive line coach from Ohio State, who who played at Indiana. Okay. But then there's one name that has support from key Indiana boosters. Mm-hmm. That would be former Las Vegas Raiders coach John Gruden. And apparently, this is a real thing. He's interested in them. Okay. They're interested in him. Okay. But why? I, I mean, what do you which which one are you saying why to here? Because this makes perfect sense when you think about it. All right, give it to me because I can't figure Indiana, out why you would want to do this. Well, Indiana, are you going to hire a coach even in the stratosphere of John Gruden? No. And if you do, they'll leave you in two years, as he would. Would he though? Where's he going to go? This is the perfect storm. It only nobody ta- it only NFL's takes hiring. a couple of winning years for you to for people to forget. Just remember, I mean, we're not we're not ever gonna forget, and there'll be people that will never forget, but we'll be able to forgive it. He goes to Indiana and somehow pulls together like two nine win seasons in the Big Ten. He is out of there in a heartbeat. I don't know that I agree with you. I don't know that I agree. He's from Indiana. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why this is like the perfect storm. He's okay. from South Bend, Indiana. Okay. And the more I've talked to people, the more they're convinced Indiana's actually going to hire John Gruden. He's always this, had some level of interest in college. I, I I mean, I... I get it in the same sense as Colorado, right? Colorado getting Deion Sanders... I was all about it because oh, yeah, you're never going to make more money than you ever would with Dion as your coach. For one year. Man, you talk about something that aged mm-hmm. like a dairy product. Mm-hmm. Have you looked at his recruiting class? No. Five best guys in the class have decommitted in the last two weeks. Well, of course. Of course. Because you can't actually compete on a big No, level. good Lord, no. You can you make it look good for a little bit. And then everybody went, oh, wait. No, we got you. Oh, we yeah, figured you out. Good. Hang on, we figured it out. What you're trying to do? We'll, 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 we'll pass. We'll take care of it. Oh, you're trying to you're trying to do that thing as a as a college head coach that Donald Trump did to win the presidency of just hey, I'm going to be directly in your face and I'm a social media at all times, but but I'm not qualified for this. <laughs> Oops. I believe South Park had a whole season about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I fully see why Indiana will never make a hire better than this no the 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 problem i have is where you're gonna leave yourself 
after it's over. Because I don't, I don't see this as Indiana's going to come in and give John Gruden uh, the lifetime contract or whatever, and he's just going to stick around. It'd be fine. I mean, sure, he can come in. He'll take. He'll give it. You know, uh, Lane Kiffin signed a ten-year deal with Florida Atlantic. Didn't mean he had to stay for it. Yeah, and the but same would happen with John. He Gruden. didn't have the the stink on him that. I mean, Lane had some stink on him. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He was still a young guy, uh, and he's still a closer. And if you don't, and if you doubt that, do yourself a favor and go to to Twitter and search Lane Kiffin girlfriend. Egg Bowl. <laughs> I love how he just does it. He gives no. He's got no falafels to give about what you think about him. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? No. So they beat Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. Yes. Huge trophy. He goes out into the end zone and takes a picture with his girlfriend who looks. I don't know the young the young lady, but she looks to be about twenty five years old. Okay, and um, yeah, she's uh, she's 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 just fine. Yeah, she looks very smart. I'll just I'm sure there's a great personality on her. She showed up after the after the fat times, right? Lane Kiffin let himself well, go he, for a little bit. Well, I mean, he still looks like he's been that. on a bender for about six months. Does His he? hair's always disheveled. He's wearing a visor. He looks like one of the the, the weird Muppet. Well, because he's just dating beat. a twenty five year old. He's tired. What do you get? I mean, give You're me a break. Wrong. You're not wrong. In that I am exhausted. That's, okay. That's the funniest thing you've said in a week. <laughs> if for nothing By else, I'm exhausted the- listening to her talk. Oh. Have you heard a 25-year-old talk lately? Good Lord. Punctuation. It's important in sentences. <laughs> Don't just run them together. Just give him a break. Jeez. Uh, yeah. No. I, so, John Gruden is on the... I want it to happen. What is this, a short list? Is this, I want uh, it to happen so bad. Common Sense said, Common said the orange hair science muppet. I, I can't remember his name. Is it Baker? Yeah. The one that just goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what Lane Kiffin's hair looks like at all times. Ah, I got you. I got you. Uh, Okay. Indiana, celebrity coach, go get him. You'll be relevant for five seconds and then right back to the bottom of the Big Ten. And that is five seconds more than you were relevant with Tom Allen, who you just paid $18.9 million to go away. Very true. Now, that to answer Rich Rich's question, would I take a college job? Absolutely. With one of these Dana Holgerson-level buyouts, that you'll pay me $15 million to go away. In. I also love that he said, I have an unavoidable buyout that they will never pay. And Tillman Fertitta went, you want to bet? Mm-hmm. You want to bet? I won't yes, pay. Yes, I will. I got more money than I, I got. Way more dollars than I got cents, and I'm tired <laughs> of you and your comb over. I dare you. Pay me twenty five million dollars to do nothing. I dare you. Just give me the opportunity. I'm waiting to go in front of the media you and could, say that for twenty five million dollars, I'll let you hit me in in the in the shorts region with a nine iron every hour on the yep. hour for the rest of my life. Yep. Uh, all right, so Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, obviously, they're uh, number one in the league, number one in your hearts. Uh, well, maybe not in your hearts, uh, but 10-1, and one, pretty good. They're... That's the luckiest team I've ever seen in my life. <sighs> yeah, but they're also 
really talented. And the they have a lot you, of talent. The yes. fact that you are so talented and it's going to serve you right in pretty much every game that you're in. I said this at the end of la- or, or when we were doing the previews last week. Every game Philadelphia goes into, I feel like they should be a three-and-a-half-point favorite just because of what you can come up with at the end of the game. If it's close, I'm not betting on any other team. In the regular season, I agree with you. And there's nobody to impede Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Nobody. They're going to be the one seed. You're going to have to go in Philadelphia and beat them. Yes. The only thing I would be really remiss about if I was a Philadelphia fan is that Brian Johnson is really bad at this. I mean, I'm sure he's got a great story, had a great college career at Utah. If you didn't know that, just watch Philadelphia Eagle game. They'll point it out five or six times. <laughs> uh, he was also on the cover of a video game. They'll mention that two or three oh, times, too. He? Good for him. The NCAA football game is the cover. Good for him. Um, but he's not good at this. The defense is not – it's good in places and it's good at times. Kelvin Joyner, luck tends to, to happen to people that are prepared for the moment. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I wasn't surprised by how yesterday ended in the least. Buffalo let them hang around. You beat them senseless for three quarters. But you don't know how to win. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to win. You don't know how to win, and and eventually you're going to get got. Eventually there's going to be that miscue that that bites you. That's the thing that would scare me about Philadelphia is that if every team, you never blow anybody out, ever. It's always close. You always need to play at the end, uh, and and Jalen's knee would be concerning me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what my concern, quote-unquote, means. You're going to have home field throughout the NFC playoffs, and – I don't know that any of those NFC teams can come in your house and beat you. I don't buy San Francisco with Brock Purdy doing it. I don't really buy Detroit doing it, especially after Thanksgiving Day. No doubt. I mean, Dallas? Is Dallas the biggest threat to them? Yes. I'm not sure you're wrong. Actually, I think San Francisco – I believe San Francisco is the bigger threat. I don't. Dallas is there as well. I mean, I feel like you can lose to those to those guys. Like, I would not be shocked to see Philadelphia go and lose to the 49ers and the Cowboys back-to-back weeks, have a little, you know, breakdown here at the end of the season. Everybody goes, oh, are they really good? And then they get into the playoffs and, the, and not necessarily steamroll them, but they, they take care of business. Nope. And they still end up in the Super Bowl. And I, at this point, I can't bet against them being in the Super Bowl. I also look at the heavy hitters in the AFC. The, the teams that can get to a Super Bowl, I don't know who you're going to beat. Neutral field, mm-hmm. I don't know which one of those teams you're going to beat. I don't either. I don't know. I mean, I would love to see it, obviously. You just played heads up. Yes, Eagle. in a monsoon, I get it. With a team in the Buffalo Bills that I I do not see a path that they even contend for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Eagles-Ravens would be a hell of a matchup. Eagles Chiefs again. I mean, I feel like they're real close. Every team has a ward. So, oh yeah, Philadelphia's got a very clear path to the NFC title. Mm -hmm. Am I overly impressed with them? No, I'm not. I'm not, and I think that's why I hate that stupid tush push so much. Is because I know you're really just hiding for a great big deficiency that you have. And you're doing it in a legal way. And so I'm kind of old man yelling at clouds. But what's the deficiency? The deficiency is that I get in. I have a quarterback that's not a particularly good thrower of the football. 
All right, that's not changed from the minute I evaluated him coming in the draft till now. Can he do it? Yeah. Any quarterback next to the NFL can. Mm-hmm. Do I think he's elite at it? No. No, I don't. I think he's a great runner. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic runner. Maybe the best ever. Yesterday was the first game in NFL history that you had two quarterbacks that threw for multiple touchdowns and ran for multiple touchdowns. But I see a lot of similarity between Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, and I'm not sure what Jalen actually does better. Hmm. I mean, ask yourself that question. Brian Haynes asked me that yesterday. What does Jalen Hurts do better than Josh Allen? And the only answer I have is not turn the ball over. Yeah. That's it. That's Josh all, Allen wins all, everything else. But that's all Josh Allen needs, right? Uh, it's the only it's thing that we look at Josh Allen and go, what's his biggest problem? He can't keep the football from my team. He yeah. keeps giving it to the other team. Yesterday was another interception late in the game. Bad situation. Eighth straight game that's happened but to Josh man, Allen. Man, his good is so good. Yes, it is. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Take a quick break. When we come back, Jeremy will give you his picks for the night, Monday Night Football. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Coffee's the closers only. Get him the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the win. We try to continue the winning with Monday Night Football. This is a wager don't watch because this game will be 100% unwatchable. Chicago Bears, three-point dog tonight on Monday Night Football against the Minnesota Vikings. Over under 43 and a half. I will take this to be much more high scoring than people think i'm easily going over the 43 and a half and i'm looking at a betting anomaly here the money is overwhelmingly on chicago and the only reason i can think of why is justin fields is going to run all over them linebacking core is one of the biggest deficiencies on this team i think minnesota is a better team but give me the Bears plus the three over the 43 and a half. You can take those wages to betus.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY to get 125% deposit match and up to 30 risk-free wagers so you can bet football with us all season long. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to... Get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery, live from the Ingalls studio. And we're back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, coming to you live from the Ingalls studio, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The sportsocracy heard everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. 
You can watch us live on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. That way you can join us in the chat uh, and talk about all of your overreactions for the weekend. Uh, and Yes, we're going to get to the Denver Broncos. We're going to get to the Green Bay Packers. All the teams that people in the chat really want to hear Jeremy go, I was wrong. <laughs> Don't necessarily know that you're going to get what you want there, but uh-huh. who knows? It's a crazy world we live in. Right, right. Um, but as we get closer to the end of the regular season here, awards talk always seems to come up. And what are you are 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 you are you conflicted about NFC awards? Well, I mean they don't give out NFC awards, so it's they're NFL or awards. whatever the NFL awards. I was about to say, I, unless we're playing Madden here, I don't think they give those out. <laughs> uh, I'm not really conflicted over MVP because it's going to be Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. uh, because they play two teams for the rest of the year that actually could beat them. They're going to be the easy one seed in the NFC. So that one I'm not really. I am conflicted on coach. And that's what got me thinking about this. Mm -hmm. Do you realize that's been taken off the board in a slew of sports books? Hmm. And there's only one reason that I could point to of why. Because it's too close to call. Because it's Sean Payton. Hmm. Because if Sean Payton, and if you look at that schedule, it's awful workable. If coming off Nathaniel Hackett, he finds a way. I mean, they've won five in a row anyway. Right. They do still play the Texans and the Lions. Other than that, they've got two with the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Patriots. If he finds some way to go 11-6 and with this team, him and D'Amico Ryans becomes a really difficult gauge mm-hmm. and for me it's still to make a ryan's and it's not all that close did you watch the houston texans have you seen this team over the last few years and they're still really good i know they lost yesterday they're young mm-hmm. that's just a game where you got beat by a team that's more vet than you are the jacksonville jaguars are ahead of the texans by a day but <laughs> no it's more than that they've, they've got about a year on them right I mean, I guess this this weekend's game, Denver at Houston, is that going to settle the coach of the year? If you had told me in week four that the game of the week week in week 13 would be Texans-Broncos, I would have asked, how many recreational crimes have you smoked today? But here we are. Is that the game of the week? No. It's one of them. It's ain't. Seattle and Dallas on Thursday, which is oh know, sorry you were saying give us something, we'll give us something to watch. Uh, yes, Seattle getting just boat raced again on national television on a Thursday, and that is one thing that that will give us. Forty uh, Niners Eagles. Well, that's I mean, okay. That. That's the obvious one, but I'm I'm digging deeper. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Forty Niners Eagles is the game of the week. Yeah, so it's number two, number. But Broncos Texans, it's a good one. Completely came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, Denver just starts winning games, and you then you look at it and you go, ah, but it. I mean, look at who they've played, right? 
Well, but then you go. Well, I mean, yeah, but, but you they did and, have, and, and in fairness, you can do that with practically anybody. Denver has gotten better week over week. All right, you called mm-hmm. them. Uh, you beat the Packers, who I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm not overly impressed with. You can keep sending me snide things about Jordan Love. Ask yourself that. This is the end all be all question. If Tank got to hit his little button five minutes from now, and it was who's going to break the news, and the Green Bay Packers just gave Jordan Love a four year, $160 million deal, we would have to take your shoelaces away from you. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm right. No matter how many little smart alecky comments you leave me, it's just the truth. Yep. It's the truth. Yep. You're on a five game winning streak, though. You got wins against the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Browns in that five-game stretch. I would have told you you were crazy if you'd have told me that's the way that would have worked out at the beginning of the season. But are the yeah buts so big with them that you still don't believe that Denver is, I guess, a good team? It depends on what you're asking me. Uh, are they going to finish above 500? Maybe. I would say greatest likelihood is they finish 9-8 and eight or 10-7. and 10-7, and seven, you sneak in the backside of the playoffs, and then you get absolutely obliterated by a good team with a good quarterback. Yesterday, yes, you made the Cleveland Browns look bad. You also got to understand they didn't have Miles Garrett. I'm not saying he wasn't on the field, but... He wasn't Miles Garrett, and it was super obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, T's and P's, if there's no Miles Garrett, there is an open spot in the uh, AFC playoffs because you take that defense away, whoo, that offense is hard to watch. Absolutely. That was the thing that scared me. That was why when you took that as your bet your house pick, I went, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Because I, I mean, there now, was no way. There's, now, look, you're talking no to a man that, that took this... Gardner Minshew, so right. I'm not averse to risk. Look, there's no way that this Denver team is going to be able to score against that Cleveland defense. How could I have known, right? I felt like it was a good uh, opportunity at the time. Everybody's riding high on Denver. Yeah, played the wrong narrative here. May just turn out Denver knows what they're doing. They finally figured out a rhythm of some kind here. Yeah, the rhythm is run the ball repeatedly. The line is pretty good. And the defense has been stout. The defense is – that's okay, that's where I wanted to go. I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. that's where I wanted to go with, with, with Denver. They keep beating teams that have one option. One. The other side of that defense is still awful. The only problem is when you're going up against Elijah Moore and K.J. Osborne and Gabriel Davis, who, yes, he's cool, he's fun, uh, Justin Watson, that's not really worrying me. Is Denver better than I thought they were? Yes. They're not one of the five worst teams in the NFL, which they appeared to be. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I feel like you have gone too far now of, well, now you're stuck with Russell. And that puts a definitive ceiling on your high side. You're never better than the seventh seed with Russell Wilson. There's not. I mean, if you want to be excited about that, I'm not going to blame you. All right? You're talking to a guy whose team's playing Tim Boyle. At this point, I would crawl to New Jersey on broken glass for Russell Wilson. It depends on what you put around Russell, right? Like, I don't know what those pieces could be, but, I mean, if you put Russell Wilson. Best he could be. 
if you put Russell Wilson with the New York Jets, would you not feel like that's a Super Bowl contending team? Good God, no. Really? Good God, no. Dink and dunk captain himself? Mm -hmm. No, I don't think that's a – I don't think he's in the top eight of quarterbacks in the AFC. He's fine. He's fine. Mm -hmm. But you also know I'm not the, hey, we went 10-7, and that was fun. No, I want to compete for Super Bowls, and Russell Wilson's not that guy. Okay, put him with San Francisco. You don't feel better about them with Brock Purdy? No, I don't. Really? No, I don't. Okay, all right. Because I would. I would feel way better. I'm the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going into the playoffs, and you're going to give me Russell Wilson or Brock Purdy. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a Russell. Brock Purdy stays on time and just never makes mistakes. And he's asked to do considerably more than Russell Wilson is right now. I just don't buy it. Okay. I mean, you're fine. You can sneak into the backside of the playoffs, and that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! But that's I believe that's why why the coach of the year is off the board because between no Dan Campbell, Sean Payton, D'Amico, Ryan's, they don't even know how to set the odds at this point, and it's still on a couple books. It's yeah. not on DraftKings. It's not on Betus. It's not on a couple of the others that I've looked at today. I would have a D'Amico at the top by a small margin over Sean Payton. Dan Campbell would have taken a considerable drop after this. Packers game. Well, you say that, and that's another layer of this. Is you say considerable drop. Uh, they're they're next. Oh, we'll just go the rest of the year. Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings again. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were, if people were selling Dan Campbell stock, I'll happily buy it. The other one that I'm really curious of, and I just we didn't talk about this before the show. It's not on the board either. In a lot of places. If you had to vote for defensive player of the year right now, who is it? Miles Garrett. What if he doesn't play another game? Which is a hundred percent on the board. Do you go like Deron Bland? That's the name I can't stop coming to. I mean, the guy's got what, four pick sixes Five. this year? Five pick NFL sixes. record. NFL record. It's hard to say no. Right? He's you took Trayvon Diggs off of this defense and everybody went, Oh no. Well, guess what? Deron Bland's now doing the same damn thing that Trayvon Diggs was doing. Do you I mean know- they're not playing the same position, but still, I mean, he's getting the splash plays. Do you know how many receivers in the NFL have more receiving touchdowns than Deron Bland does? It's 15 in the entire league. Nice. And it's guys like Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Mark Andrews, Tank Dell, A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill. I think I would have to give it to it. I'm, and now, look, I understand it's a little biased because, yes, to be thrown at that often, you're getting beat from time to time. But still, has there been anybody that's more impactful? I mean, you've had five basic game enders. Because that Carolina game, it wasn't necessarily close. But, but you put it, it could have been. Yeah. You put it away. I mean, I feel like if Miles Garrett's done for the year, the defensive player of the year is coming from the Dallas Cowboys. I just don't know if it's Micah Parsons or Deron Bland. And the only thing that would preclude that is them taking votes away from each other. Right. And I don't know. I don't feel like. 
we all know what Micah is, right? We all know he's just an amazing freak of an athlete and does the special things, but has he been doing them this year? Oh, yeah. Has he? I mean, oh, yeah. Because I feel like Deron has taken most of the of the headlines, at least. He has recently. But, I mean, yeah, Micah Parsons has still been an absolute animal. In our YouTube chat, uh, at, at, I always love when we ask questions like this because it becomes real obvious who people pull for. Stephen Tao said Roquan Smith. <laughs> Defense is real good. Uh, I could make the same argument for Kyle Hamilton. Yes. Who, by the way, you you remember you remember that thing that he ran slow at the combine and oh he's gonna be terrible. Yeah, it's weird. Weird how guys like that fall to Baltimore and then just become all pros. And it took him a minute, but he's he he's finally come around. I I, I saw him last night. They kept putting him on Jalen Guyton. Of which Jalen Guyton is in this league for one primary reason because he runs me, me. real, real fast. And they went, nope, Kyle Hamilton's fine. One-on-one. No big deal. Throw it to him. I dare you to. I want you to. B. Malik's is Max Crosby. He's up there. He's definitely up there. Especially after yesterday. He was doubtful the entire week. Didn't practice. He's the first player in a year to play on a doubtful tag. He's a bad, bad man, too. And the others are pretty easy. Offensive player of the year will be Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. Rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Do you know what his odds are right now to win offensive rookie of the year? Um, Let's go with minus 2,500. Higher. Minus 5,000. Higher. Minus 10,000. There it is. All right. And defensive rookie, the, defensive rookie of the year, it's really a two-horse race. It's Jalen Carter and Devin Witherspoon. Will Anderson's on the periphery of that. Yeah. But that's that's the guys. I mean, it might take us. It, it, it might. It, it, it would take a special run here at the end. Maybe, I would also uh, be remiss if I didn't point out. I mean, you, you can get Aaron Rodgers as comeback player of the year right now for the low, low price of plus 10000 Oh. And I'm not going to tell you that you are not do that. Is that one of those he makes a start? He plays a snap, and he's the winner. You give me DeMar Hamlin until you're uh, – absolutely, for the rest of the day, you can give me a 10,000-word diatribe. That was the easiest bet in the history of time at the beginning of the year, like preseason. Yes. And I think think we've fizzled on that. Like, we've forgotten. He's still the favorite. Is he still the favorite? He's still the favorite, but not by much. I was going to say, I mean, if you're just not out there, we just, just not paying attention to you anymore. He's, he's, uh, Rob Johnson did have a good point. Tyreek Hill or Christian McCaffrey. I should Tyreek breaks the receiving record of Tim. If Christian McCaffrey goes a thousand, a thousand, which is on the board, okay. then it'll be him. Yeah. Pennywise said, what's the line for defensive rookie of the year? Jalen Carter's minus 240. Devin Witherspoon's plus 250. I would say Jalen Carter has no competition. I, I would agree no, with him on that. No, I and and I would say a lot depends on how the rest of this goes. Like Fletcher went out last night, so is he seriously hurt? Is he going to be gone he for a while? He didn't come back. So to me, right, none of that matters. Well, I was going to say because I they mean, play a rotation anyway. But Jalen Carter is that dude, and I I really do need to say this. Hey NFL, uh, just since I brought up both of these names, that would be in line for player of the year awards. Stop letting teams like the Eagles and the Ravens wind up with guys like Jalen Carter. 
and Kyle Hamilton. Maybe stop drafting like morons. Maybe hire some more intelligent people. Like, and I didn't even, I didn't love Jalen Carter. I was in like with him, not in love with him, but you put him on the most talented front in the league. And yep, Warren Sapp, you were right. You're in the sportsocracy, the ZSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 college football this weekend. Well, I believe, it's, I believe it's time for an appearance from one of our old friends, maybe one with a oh, little, no. little bit of a lisp. I love that guy. Can't wait to hear what he has to say about Just for Men coming up next. The Ingalls Magical Christmas Toy Drive to benefit Eblen Charity's St. Nicholas Project is back at the Ingalls on Smoky Park Highway. It all gets started Thursday at 6 a.m. and runs until Saturday at 12 noon. Won't you help put a smile on a child's face this holiday season? See you out there. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White Haze, Heat Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green. And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people. That's not fair! Life isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it. Back at the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Regular season came to an end in college football this past weekend. Um, It was the big showdown between Ohio State and Michigan. And in the end, ends up being the Michigan Wolverines coming out on top, being a little bit tougher than the old Buckeyes, weren't they? Well, well, well. Look what the cat drug in. Oh, just for Ben himself loses in another big game. That's weird. Somebody, I believe, said that a few months ago. <laughs> he wanted to talk all tough when he beat Notre Dame. Not talking so tough, are you now? They're right, dang. Ohio State loses 30-24 to Michigan. And, I I, I mean, I watched a lot of this game. We were over at family's house, you know, reconnecting. So I was in and out of watching the game. Me and and my Uncle John just trying to catch every second we could until the ladies were like, will y'all come back out here and join the party? Okay, whatever. 30-24, Michigan gets the win. And to me, it continued to just look like Michigan was the more powerful team. Mm -hmm. I felt like they controlled it throughout. It might have got close on the scoreboard, but it never really felt like Ohio State was ever going to win. No, I never for a second feared. The only thing I feared was that Michigan wasn't going to cover. 
And when Kyle McCord got that ball down six, I looked at HWA and I said, I know how this is going to end. I've read mm-hmm. this book. Mm-hmm. And it did. There's no way. And it did. Uh, th- to, to me, this has not been – if you're an Ohio State fan, to me, you should be impressed that you kept that as close as you did. Because it, outside of Marvin Harrison Jr., it really just does not look like you belong on the field with them. And now Marvin Harrison Jr. is a dog. I can't wait to see what he can do with a competent quarterback. Just hope he finds one of those in the NFL playing for the New York football giants. <laughs> At some point, you have to ask the question with Ryan Day. And everybody talks about his win-loss record and his ability to beat teams, except when they're in the top ten, which he never does, ever. He just doesn't do it. And he never adjusts. He never learns. And I don't know at what point does – and look, I know a lot of Ohio State fans, and virtually all of them have been just move on. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know for who, but can, and see that's where I keep coming back to. Okay, you feel like Ryan Day's not the guy. He's not the guy that's going to get the win in the big scenario. Who is that guy? Who can you bring in here? Can you just bring anybody in off the street and they'll go eleven and one no. with a talented team like this? I don't think so. I do. You uh, do. I think the way college football is currently constituted, and now this could change next year. You're adding four really, really quality teams to this conference next year. But with the way it's sitting right now, I'm not sure I couldn't coach Ohio State to nine and three. Pretty sure I could get them to 10 and two because mm-hmm. Kyle McCord would throw markedly less. But I do think you have to ask the question. I heard all weekend long that Texas A&M was going to make a run at Ryan Day. And the only thing I could think of was, good God, why? A, why would he listen to you? B, why do you think that he would listen to you? And C, why is that what you're after? I can't figure it out. Ryan Day is, to me, the definition of the big kid in the fourth grade that picks on the smaller kids. And then he gets into a fight. And for whatever reason, I'm seeing Eric Cartman in my head. Maybe that's my own bias because I can't stand Ryan Day. But as soon as somebody's willing to throw a punch, they punch him right in the face and he cries. Your whole job is beating Michigan and he can't do it. Mm -hmm. And I got news for you. If Jim Harbaugh doesn't leave, it's not going to change anytime soon. And I'll go a step further. I'm not sure it'll change with Sharon Moore. If Jim Harbaugh left for the NFL right now and you told me Sharon Moore took that job over, I'm not sure he wouldn't beat Ryan Day. No. Probably not as consistently. He wouldn't do it three years in a row. But Ryan Day is, I mean, and I hate to give Dave Portnoy and Jim Harbaugh and all the guys that have said this, I hate to give you your platitudes of being right, but he was born on third base and acts like he had a triple. At Ohio State, you would have to be the biggest idiot on the planet to not be able to recruit a top 10 recruiting class every single year. Mm -hmm. You have all the resources Mm -hmm. for it. You have all the money in the world. And yet, every single year to me, it seems like Ohio State has that one great big yeah, but. Mm -hmm. You've got talent. You've always had talent. You get outcoached. You got outcoached by Sharon Moore, who had never, he's coached, what, four games in his life as a head coach? 
and it was abundantly obvious to me that they're not going to beat themselves. They're going to wait on you to beat yourself. And they did. Mm-hmm. And they did. This is, a, I mean, this is the Ohio State is in the same spot that Michigan was in three years ago, right? 10 Media Group beat me to my point. What? They beat me to my point. In the YouTube chat, 810 Media Group said Ohio State equals the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. They are a huge national brand. Yep. They're always relevant. I never feel like they're the best team in the country. I, I haven't won for one second all year if I looked at Michigan and looked at Ohio State and said that team is better than that team. Not once. I do it with Georgia. I do it with, frankly, I've done it with Florida State. Now with Tate Rotemaker. Okay. Okay. Maybe not. Hey, Bert. Uh, don't feel so great about that. Yeah. Uh, also points out Ryan Day is Mike McCarthy. I mean, you can say that about any coach who just isn't good enough. Like, right? Like, he may be a great coach. He may be a good culture guy. He may do all the right things, have all the right plans. But in that split moment, if he can't make that one decision that gets you the win, oh, in a big time moment, which it appears Ryan Day can't do, then what do you what do you really have? You have a coach that can consistently beat the Minnesotas and mm-hmm. the Michigan States and, and teams like that. Of the world. I have a, I, you know, I have seven losses to my credit in five and a half years of coaching. That's pretty damn good. Well, the problem but, is how many of those games could you have lost? Mm-hmm. All right, and and this is the the best way I could explain it. If I gave you the Denver Nuggets, and I took the Dream Team, how much smarter than me do you have to be? to have any prayer beating me. Mm -hmm. That's what they do week in and week out. I am so much better than you at every position. It doesn't matter who the coach is. Urban Meyer set you up here. He set this up for whoever took this job was going to be in an absolute no-lose proposition. The problem is that now you've gotten to a point of you're going to have to make the step. You're going to have to be able to recruit the guy. And Kyle McCord is not the guy. That's a Ryan Day decision. Mm -hmm. And I think you're going to keep butting up against this. And the question is, as Ohio State, when do you get tired of it? When do you look at this and go, you know what? If this job opened up, every coach in America would be falling all over themselves to get a call from us. You asked who would it be? I don't know. But let me ask you this question. How many coaches in America do you think Ryan Day is it, it, how many coaches in America do you think are better than Ryan Day? I'd say that's short. Very, that list very short. I don't think it is. Really? I don't think it is. Hmm. I, I think I could get to 15 or 20. I think I could get to 15 or 20. Okay. Because I'm not overly impressed with when you can beat on Little Sisters of Mercy at like Minnesota, who has a tenth of your budget. P.J. Flex a better coach than Ryan Day, and I don't even think it's debatable. Okay. P.J. Flex, the head coach at Ohio State, you would have won one of these three. I promise you. I promise you. He's just a better coach. He does more with less. Mm -hmm. Ryan Day does less with more. And for me, I'm good. I'm good. 
But you could be losing Jim Harbaugh to the NFL, and then this rivalry becomes more, in, it more becomes more intriguing to me. Well, I mean, and then it goes back to what it was, which was just Ohio State beats Michigan year in and year out. I don't think you're out. right. I don't think you're right. You think I it's think over. Jim Harbaugh? Had, no, I, I don't think we're ever going. Once Harbaugh's gone, I don't think there's a piece on the board that is so much better of the pro, so much better than who they're coming up against. That's what I see with Michigan. They're better coached. Even with no Harbaugh there during the day or during the game. And it was so obvious to me in his first press conference back, he said, I'd say welcome back, but I never left. All I'm doing is putting the game plan in place Mm -hmm. and telling Sharon Moore and all these other guys, hey, go do my bidding. And they're smart enough to do that. Hey, that's what Ryan Day's been doing at Ohio State for five years. Because Urban Meyer did the exact same thing. Are they better at anything today than they were when Urban left? No. No. You were give, you were handed the keys to a palace that really all you had to do was not set it on fire. And that's fine. You, you have all of these wonderful things that Urban Meyer put in place. The problem is if you buy a house and everything is hunky-dunky and you don't have to do anything – Eventually, the refrigerator is going to go out. Eventually, you're going to have to replace a dishwasher. Eventually, you're going to have to lay some new tile. And if you don't know how to do that, that house will erode over time. And that's where I'm at with Ohio State. You can hammer Michigan State. You'll always be able to hammer Michigan State. I don't care who they hire. Mm-hmm. You're Ohio State. They're not. Can you win national titles? No. No. With Ryan Day, you cannot win national titles, and that is the ultimate goal. And you don't think they'll ever be able to? No, because I don't think he's that good of a coach. Okay. All right. I I, I just struggle to believe he's ever going to get to a point where he's beating Nick Saban or Kirby Smart, and then, oh, by the way, you got to do it again. The 12-team playoff, there's no coach in America that benefits less from a 12-team playoff than Ryan Day. Because now I don't just have to beat two of you. Now I've got to beat three of you. And every single year I'm going to come across two that are, no matter how good I am, no matter how good my record is, no matter how good my seating is, I'm going to come up against, I'll give you an I uh, to me the perfect example, Willie Fritz at Tulane. He's a better coach than Ryan Day, and I'm not sure it's all that close. Does Tulane have the talent to come in and beat him? No. No. But could he outcoach you to such a point that they keep it competitive and maybe they get lucky and beat you? Sure. And then your reward is that now you get to go through Jim Harbaugh and Kirby Smart and Nick Saban and Mike Norvell and all these other coaches that are just flat out better than you. You're an offensive coordinator masquerading as a head coach. Hmm. And you could be the greatest coach in the history of Maryland's program. Problem is, you're going to be a footnote in the history of Ohio State, and you'll be that coach that, yeah, you know, we had so much talent, so many guys that went to the NFL, and they were so good. Because that's how we're going to remember Ryan Day. Five years from now, you're going to look at him and go, man, he had one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He had three of the best receivers in the NFL. Because look what's already there, and look what's heading there. Mm-hmm. When we do that, hey, look at the 2022 Ohio State Buckeyes, you're going to look at that roster and go, I'm not sure Kermit the Frog couldn't have won a, a national title with this because they all went to the league and got better. That's the ultimate sign of a coach that's in over his skis. And that's what I see in Ron Day. Okay.
All right. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM. And 1400. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. It's ESPN Asheville back in the sportsocracy. And this was definitely something I did not expect to to be relaying today. Um, you know, we, we, we try to stay away from hot button political issues on this show but there is there is one that has risen back i mean i make jokes about them all right right but uh there's one that's risen back uh apparently there's a fight going on uh currently over the confederate flag at the grand Ole opry only it's not that grand Ole opry did you know that there are two grand Ole opry's i did you know where the other one is i do not it's in Scotland. There's a Grand Ole Opry in Glasgow, Scotland. There's a whole group there that has recreated the Grand Ole Opry, or at least their version of the Grand Ole Opry, and it is apparently where people from Scotland go and put their, you know, boot scooting boogie shoes on and they get all dressed up like they are American rednecks, I guess, or or what their image of it is. There's a picture here, and I don't know if they're having, like, you know, some kind of just special club or if it looks like this every night of the week but they're all wearing their confederate flag like button-up t-shirts and they're doing like a line dance with the flag and all of that like it feels very caricature of what they think a country western bar is supposed to look like in america or something but anyway apparently they were supposed to have some theater group come through and do a performance and they said no no we can't come here because there's the confederate flag everywhere and that's obviously a symbol of racism and all of that and we can't perform here i never thought we'd have to have this fight on foreign soil about the american confederate flag it's very weird. It's well, like how it's like how people here embrace the the royal family. I've always thought why, that's insane. Why you do that? That's it's not your fight to fight or your problem to care about. Well, it, you said theater weird. group, which means they have the the Civil War or the Civil War. They have the. <laughs> I saw the Oregon State coach, and my brain works in a weird way. Uh they they have the Grand Ole Opry wrong. You're bringing in a theater group. You did that wrong. Well, that's true. Because I mean, the Grand Ole Opry is basically 
she broke my heart, so I broke a chair. <laughs> Wrecked my car, and dog ran away. And I love country music. Right. I don't know what kind of play they were wanting to put on there, but apparently they were trying to do a play. The troop said no, and now they are for real like having a full-on fight between the heads of the group at the Grand Ole Opry in Glasgow, Scotland, over whether or not to ban the Confederate flag. Um, Weird. Yeah. Unless it was a spirited reenactment of deliverance with bagpipes, I think you did it right. <laughs> Were you watching Red Zone last night? Uh, part of it. I spent, I, I, that's how Sundays work for me. I just throw in Red Zone because my team, well, they're bad. This week they played on Friday. So I just want to watch all the games. Well, about 6.30 last night, a weird thing happened. Okay. Scott Hansen, the, the voice of NFL Red Zone, there had been an alarm that was going off in the background for quite some time. And he finally comes back. This is right in the heat of Philadelphia and Buffalo and says, we're being told we need to evacuate the building. We don't know the nature of the emergency. It's something absolutely unprecedented for us. Then he didn't speak for a while. It was an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. I thought they had all evacuated the building and we were just being left our own devices. Like there was some dude in the truck that's just going, and now we go to that game. And now we go to that game. And nobody's going to say anything. He comes back and he basically said, I've been told that, that I can stay. There, there's no imminent threat. We're good. The time you didn't hear him was the time that he was arguing with the person in the, uh, the fire marshal or whoever. Yeah, he was telling the, the fire marshal, seven hours of commercial free no football. I bet he just did that like eight times in a row. No doubt. This like, is didn't what even we make do. another argument. Just, mm -hmm. it can be on fire. This is seven hours of commercial free football. Yep. Doesn't matter what happens. It's what we do. We've actually had that fight before. Who's we? Um, I heart. We've, we've had that fight before. It happened at a radio station I was at. Fire alarm's going off. Fire marshal wants you to leave the building. Sorry, I'm live on the air. Can't do nothing. I think it was like election night or something. And we just, nah. Nah. You owe it to your listeners, right? Especially if you're in the, uh, I get it. Scott Hanson, he's, he's, he's committed to the brand here. He only gets to do this one time a week, and I'm not going to let somebody pull in a fire alarm ruin it for me. Yeah, Scott Hansen's like, look, uh, the, the the career longevity I have is not great. There's not a lot of call for what I do. Really works for Red Zone, and that's about it. Right. He's not going to be taking over mad money for Jim Kramer. Nah, you never know. You no, never know how. Crazy. You never know how a broadcasting career can. Uh, evolve over the years never know yeah mine's probably not gonna evolve i'm gonna be the guy that many of you hate <laughs> that's my role that's what i do you're gonna be the guy who has a heart attack on the air is what's what's gonna happen no i'm back to keto i'll be i'll be fine uh, i survived thanksgiving which was really my biggest fear just because of the family or because no. of the, the, well, the, the family's fine. stress or no because i was eating like a long-haul truck driver for 11 days that's no different than any other day. It has been. 
You're conditioned. You're conditioned for it. Um, we have we have breaking news. Breaking news. Yes, that's what I was hoping. Who's gonna break the news? 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 This was shared by Ian Rappaport. I Vic Tapefer, maybe was the one that first said this. The Las Vegas Raiders have released Marcus Peters. Hmm. Hmm. He was benched yesterday. And that was a perfect segue into something that I wanted to talk about here, which is uh, Antonio Pierce should no doubt get the job. Get the job. Uh, Tim Raymond said I butchered his name. You want me to tell you why? Uh, I can tell you why. Because there was one time on this show that I saw a name like that and it had been retweeted and I didn't realize that it was a bad word and I said it. <laughs> so I had to be real careful right there because I was doing all of the, yep. well, how do I, how do I, uh, how do I say this, this feller's name? Indeed. Yeah. By the way, don't ever repeat news from Mike Roch. Never. Uh, Never. yeah. Uh, heart tits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, his the, name's not an obscenity. It is if you abbreviate the first name. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The Two years oh, it took me to figure that out. That's it, not his it, real it, name. It. I didn't know it until I saw his Twitter handle, and then I went, um, oh, that's, I've done that a lot. Uh, Old Barry M., he's uh, another one that uh, you got to be got to be careful quoting him on the I air. Lo- I love Barry. He's very good. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Twitter. Type that in, you'll figure it out pretty quick. Antonio Pierce, he's the difference maker that the Las Vegas Raiders need. That's a good team. That's a good team. They just are. Uh, I, I mean, you've got Deputy Farva playing quarterback, which is, well, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. He's got a big arm, but he's a rookie. And so, are you, before I move topics, you know are, the are you. To this. Just move on. No, they're not. They're not good. You sent out that text yesterday. Oh, anybody ready to back off on the Raiders aren't good? It was 14 what? to nothing. And what was the score? 31 17. It tells me that, that's not a good team. And if they're not good, it would have never been 14 to nothing against one of the best teams in the league. Well, now you're playing with a fourth round rookie with your with a, a head coach that took over for a guy that was fired. Mm-hmm. The reason I said that was I was hoping at some point you were going to say a, something that was in the borderline of a cognitive thought about the Raiders. <laughs> Because you have become literally <laughs> so blinded by your I, I don't know if it's hatred. I don't know what it is. This will have nothing to do with you, but this is now the no. second time in three years that you have looked at a team that I feel like this is pretty obvious. I, I don't feel like this is hard to see, and you did it with that previous team and you're doing it now, and I can't wrap my brain around that. Mm-hmm. I just I it doesn't it, it, I mean, I mean, it's the nicest way possible. You're smarter than this. Mm-hmm. Roster for roster right now, they're exponentially better than the Denver Broncos, and it ain't all that close. Now, Sean Payton's a better coach than Antonio Pierce, mm-hmm. and there were some things that happened yesterday that I went, yeah, veteran play caller wouldn't have done that. But to say this team's not good to me is just absolutely ludicrous. Okay. Again, I think you have fine players. But I'm never gonna. I, I'm never gonna get behind you and feel like you can actually win a game against a good team. And to me, that that's what makes a good team. 
if you can't beat good teams, then you're not one, right? Well, uh, I have a funny feeling you're getting ready to beat a couple of them. Maybe. Who are they going to beat? Oh, I will take them. I'll take them for anything you want against Minnesota this week. I'll take them for with anything you want against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get two games that could be play-ins to the playoffs because they play both the, the horsey the teams. Uh, not with oh, the Chiefs. Oh, the Colts and the Colts of the Broncos. Okay. I mean, yeah, you're in a much tougher. To, all right, let me let me just let me see if I can get you on the 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 right track by saying this. Okay. Where would they be in the AFC? Or excuse me, where would they be in the NFC? How many teams in the NFC are better than the Raiders? Oh, there's a number that if you say a number higher than that, I'm just going to laugh and move on. Oh, maybe five. Five's too high. Four. Four was the number I had. Okay. So you got San Francisco, Dallas, Philadelphia, Detroit. In the message, repeat the line. I don't think there's another team that's even in the ballpark. Really? No. Hmm. Okay. Nope, because the NFC is bad, 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 but bad, bad. That they are. I would have Seattle ahead of them. I wouldn't. But I don't think it's close. I don't even think it's – I think the, if if the Raiders and the Seahawks played each other, I honest to God think the Raiders would beat them by 20. Really? AFC, NFC. One mm-hmm. of these teams has had to play the AFC all year long, and they've been competitive outside of Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Seattle gets obliterated by every team that's – decent to good anyway uh the the point i was trying to make is you know it's funny why is it that some teams can find a quarterback in the weirdest places and some of them can't we've had 10 rookies play this year all of them with at least a modicum of success except jaron jaron hall who got obliterated uh five seconds into his first start and yet we still have the New England Patriots and the New York Jets who just seem to be looking at quarterback going, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where to find a coherent quarterback because we don't have one. So infuriating. Yep. To watch Dorian Thompson Robinson be a coherent quarterback. Meanwhile, Mac Jones and Tim Boyle. I hate my team so much. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. If you don't have a quarterback, you're you're not going far, right? Well, I mean, any one of those teams I just said would go far with anybody at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just would really like to have one that doesn't go, hey, we're going to throw a 50-yard Hail Mary, and I'm going to throw it 45 yards. I can throw a football 40 yards, and I talk about football on the radio. <laughs> you get played to pay, paid to play quarterback, and you beat me by about the width of the room I'm sitting and in. And you right should now. be better than that. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I understand no doubt. the thought. It 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 is terribly frustrating. I am. Your I team am has shocked. the same problem. What? Your team has the same problem. With what? Uh, that we said. Competent yeah. quarterback. Oh yeah. Awful. There are a handful of teams that like any other quarterback, and you probably make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Other than what you have, but no, we get Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. yay! And 
somehow still in the hunt for the division. Colin That's Green said, Jeremy, it could be worse. You could have Derek Carr instead of Tim Boyle. I would crawl to New Orleans on broken glass no doubt. for Derek Carr. And then I would let him uh, stand on my back while I crawled back to New Jersey, uh, and he could stand there like he was surfing. You could tell me Colin Green was going to be our new quarterback. In I don't even know, I have no idea what that man's dimensions are, and right. I don't care. Right, he could be five foot four with a he's got an arm that throw it seventeen yards. That's better than Tim Boyle. Mm-hmm. Um. Big surprises this year. I mean, yeah, the 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 Raiders are not a one win team. Good job. But I still look at you, and I don't, I don't, I don't think you're good. I don't think Denver's all that good. I don't think Indianapolis is all that good. I mean, yeah, they got winning records, and yeah, they're in the hunt for the playoffs. But you are what your record says you are. Still don't believe you're all that good. You are what your record says you are. Mm-hmm. That's- you watch the games, and it to me is abundantly clear that had the Raiders not come into the season with Josh McDaniels, that that would be a playoff team. You're in the sportsocracy, the ESPN Asheville. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, heat perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three at 6% ABV, max protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops monday night football uh okay i'm not gonna lie to you i I had to dig real deep just to find things here that i actually wanted to wager on in the first hour i gave you chicago bears i'll go one step further for a parlay i'll take the bears in the money line i'm going over 43 and a half justin fields anytime touchdown scorer over 56 and a half rushing yards for justin fields over 38 and a half for Josh Dobbs and Chicago Bears race to 10. You put five on that just like I am. Take it to betus.com. Pays out 155 US doll hairs. And if you go to betus.com, use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY to get 125% deposit match and up to 30 risk-free wagers so you can bet football with us all season long. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And the sportsocracy is heard everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. You can take us with you everywhere. You can watch us everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. You can get the Super Chats in, all your thoughts on an overreaction Monday or any day 
of the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Now, um, top of the third hour of a Monday, we always do the uh, stock up, stock down daily draft. It's It's been a big weekend, obviously, with the end of the college football regular season. You've got championship games coming up this weekend. Obviously, just went through the uh, smorgasbord of football action from the NFL. You got coaches being fired and hired left and right. It's a lot to sort through. Of course, the big news of today, Frank Reich fired by the Carolina Panthers. First pick for stock up, stock down, though, belongs to Jeremy because, well, I mean, he got the the, the best of the where we're going to go this weekend draft. I believe that's because Tank tapped out on it and took Jacksonville State. I did. I did. Ahead of Auburn, Alabama. Uh-huh. Which I don't have to even tell you anything else I had tell you that was incorrect. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, so, I figure I might as well start with a stock up. It's the Denver Broncos. Okay. Now, I, I want to put this stock up into – a, a, a bit of a, a parameter. Okay. Russell Wilson is not doing a lot. You're living with the defense. You're living with the ability to run the ball. I don't value what you're doing to be long-term sustainable. Now, I thought you were already going to be eliminated from playoff contention. So you're light years ahead of where I thought you would be. But let me give you just a, for a point of comparison, Russell Wilson has 20 touchdowns and four interceptions, right? Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud has 19 touchdowns and five interceptions. We can both agree that 19 is less than 20, correct? Yes. So Russell Wilson has more touchdowns. Yes. Four is less than five. He has less interceptions. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud's QBR is 10 points higher. There's a reason for that. Because Russell Wilson is doing absolutely nothing to challenge you down the field. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do, and this is what Sean Payton has conspired of this is how this is going to succeed, I get it. I will just tell you that moving forward, your ceiling here is getting in as the seventh seed and getting absolutely annihilated in the first round of the playoffs. Because that's how it'll go. Mm -hmm. Because if you look around, that means you're going to play, oh, I don't know, that Miami team that beat you 70-20. to I'm well aware that this is a different squad than it was then. I get that. If you think you would beat them, I have a bridge to sell you. But you are competitive for a playoff spot, and there is a merit to that. To me, there may be no more interesting storyline in this offseason than if Sean Payton tries to move off Russell Wilson. Any other GM, any other coach, you wouldn't have the ability to. He does. He does. He does. Because if he's thinking what I think he is thinking, he'll do it in a heartbeat. I'll take the dead money. I don't care. I know I can't win a Super Bowl this way, and I'm not just here to be the seventh seed in the AFC. No, he's here to prove a point. I mean, if he is the coach that we all have been sold that he is, and we've had our moments of doubt, right? But he's taken a roster that we all doubted, and he's turned them into a playoff contender here beyond all real comprehension. I mean, that 
plays into the narrative that we were sold, right? That Sean Payton is one of the best coaches out there in the game and that he is, uh, you know, borderline all-timer if you don't think he's already in that discussion. And he has all of the ability to win some games with a bad team. And now he's not going to go into next year with the same bad team. He'll want to improve it. And everything's on the table. Hit your button. Who's going to break the news? 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 This comes from Tom Palacero. Uh, In addition to Frank Reich, the Carolina Panthers have also fired Josh McCown and Deuce Staley. Huh. Hell of an all-star cast they put together to coach that team, wasn't it? They're all uh, – Josh McCown, I don't know how good of a coach he is. I know how good of a backup quarterback he was. Mm-hmm. Well, hell, they wanted to – remember, they talked about making him the head coach in Houston. I know Deuce Staley has long been – this just – you know, to me, this really feels like – I feel like David Tepper's looking at this franchise and going, well, the kitchen's on fire, and he just went and flushed the toilet. Mm-hmm. And he's shopping for new refrigerators. I just, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know how to justify this anymore. Well, you, well, I mean, you should have, right? You should have seen this was coming. Well, I mean, we said earlier today when we were off the air, uh, he's going to clean house and no one's going to survive. I just don't really understand the point of doing it now. I mean, that's a great question. I, okay, here's the. All right, let me let me phrase this a different way. Maybe you'll understand where my brain's coming from. If you think Josh McCown and Deuce Staley are your problems here, then maybe we should have an IQ test to buy NFL teams. Mm-hmm. David Tepper is, and I've used this comparison before, but I can't stop doing it. I I came from the restaurant business at one time. That's what I did. And David Tepper is really starting to remind me of the guy that makes all of his money in real estate and goes, hey, it'd be cool to buy a bar. Well, the problem is that you don't know jack squat about running a bar. Just because you're smart and you made money doing something else does not mean you're good at everything. And there is nothing worse than having a bad owner. Mm -hmm. That's a terrible decision. Terrible. And and here's the, the next layer of that. I heard or I saw that they were talking about this on on NFL Network earlier. If you don't think assistant coaches around the league are looking at this and going, what a train wreck. Deuce Staley, who has long been thought to be one day a head coaching candidate, Josh McCown, who has been a head coaching candidate, for Houston, in flux, I get it. Mm -hmm. If you think assistants around this league aren't looking at this going, this dude's out of his damn mind and pulls the trigger on the first thing that comes to his brain you're out of your mind. Mm-hmm. The number one thing, and Tank, you can attest to this, I got a lot of friends that work in this league, fact or fiction. Fact. One of the first things they talk about when they start looking into other jobs is how stable the ownership is and how stable the front office is. Is there a team in the NFL with a, least, with a less stable owner and a less stable front office right now? And if so, I dare you to name it. No. There you go. I mean, less stable owner. What do you mean, like, like in his mind? Because he's not going anywhere. No, I mean, I mean saying, and that's the thing. The owner is the one thing you can't change. Exactly. And I'm, and I was the last one to get on the David Depper is the problem. 
your handling of this, your handling of Matt Rule, your handling of things I heard before the season even started. Okay. Yep. I'm on board. You got me. Yeah. I'm there. There's only so many times that you can go down this path and that you can do these things before we all got to look at the common denominator, right? We all learned that in like, what was that, third, fourth grade when we were doing fractions and you learned about common denominators? It doesn't take long for you to look at it and go, yeah, you're probably, you're probably the problem, not them. Wow. He's at a very, I mean, this is, it's just at a very weird spot that you never, you didn't expect, right? You didn't expect they'd be here now. Because you went out and you dropped all of the money. You know, he, he basically did what I've already said today he needs to do again, which I feel like is the only way out, is to keep spending the money and try to spend your way out of this problem because I don't have any faith that you're going <laughs> to find the guy who can change it. Ian Rappaport. Without it. Uh, th- this just got dumber. Oh, wow. Ian Rappaport just tweeted that the decision to move on from Deuce Staley and Josh McCown, mm-hmm. who do you think that was made by? Scott Fitter. Dumber. Craig Stevens in the ticket office. Almost as dumb. <laughs> what is it? Chris Tabor and Jim Caldwell. That's who you just emboldened to make this decision. A special teams coordinator that's got one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel because, oh, by the way, you haven't been good on special teams either. And Jim Caldwell, who I will promise you is not here two months from now. What dysfunction to the highest level? There has to be more to this. Wow. There has to be more to this that. But I mean, but even if there's not, let, let's just say there's not. Just look at the optics of it. Mm-hmm. You have an owner that literally came out of the locker room yesterday spewing obscenities. The next day, he goes on a firing spree to fire Frank Reich, Deuce Staley, and Josh McCown. Three guys that are pretty well respected in this league. How's that make you look? Horrible. It well, makes you look like buffoons. It, it makes you look like you're you're very impatient. And that roster is going to require patience. It's a, it's a terrible look. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible look. And I didn't think it could get worse. I, I didn't either. I didn't think it could get worse for the Carolina Panthers. But somehow, some way, it has. Like, David Tepper goes out and spends all of the money to get the All-Star. He got the dream team, right? It's like you're setting up, uh, you're, you're, you know, look at the, the O.J. Simpson case. Like, all of those superstar lawyers that he got. That's what David Tepper did with his coaching staff. He went out and got all the hottest names that he could get to agree to come in. As you said, Deuce Staley, who's been a head coaching candidate. Uh, Josh McCown, who was a head coaching candidate. Ajiro Rivero, who got uh, you know head coaching nods. You went out and got Jim Caldwell, who's a well-respected former head coach in this league. Frank Reich, who was uh, you know former coach in this league. I'm not going to say well-respected because there were a lot of people who were on the fence with him about the As a head coach, he's well-respected yeah. in the league service. Oh, no, he'll no, be no. Unemployed. If he wants a job, he'll be unemployed for five seconds. No doubt. No doubt. But what I'm saying is you went out and got the all-star group that was supposed to come in here and change the culture and fix all of the things because that was the one thing that you didn't have with Matt Rule. And now you've given up on it 
11 games in, which, I mean, I feel like it's the wrong dis- wrong time to make this decision. Well, it, it, but it also wasn't getting any better. So that was the problem, you know. What are you supposed to do? Let it ride? I, you know I love analogies. And this is officially to the point of uh, the, the buddy that we all have that every woman he dates is crazy. Hmm. Which makes more sense that the only women that will date you are crazy or that you drive them crazy. Either way, it's bad. Mm. And there's not a positive in that either way. That's where, where David Tepper's at. And you've brought all of this on yourself. Yeah. I have absolutely no – there's no animus here. I want this team to be good. Well, no, I, I, I'm, I'm a lifelong Jets fan, so it's not like I, I'm coming from a fan perspective here. I want this team to be good. But I'm looking at David Tepper going, man, this is feeling real Daniel Snydery real fast. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, this is what he did in the beginning. Now, he went into much more salacious things, and I don't think David Tepper would do that. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just this is like 101 bad owner handbook. You've done it all in one day. You're in the sportsocracy. The ESPN Asheville will continue with the daily draft. Take a quick break. Come back with my first selection. The Ingalls Giving Tree, benefiting Mana Food Bank, will be on display at the Asheville Mall as a reminder of the needs of so many families in western North Carolina. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all Ingalls locations, donate online, or at the Ingalls Giving Tree at Asheville Mall so Mana Food Bank can reach everyone who needs help. Nothing can hold back the holiday spirit of giving in western North Carolina. Please help Ingalls Market, iHeartRadio Asheville, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this holiday season. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Back at the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. The Daily Draft is underway. Uh, First selection by Jeremy. Stock up for the Denver Broncos. And then we had the uh, breaking news that the firings in Charlotte with the Carolina Panthers gotten even deeper. So let's continue with the daily draft here my first selection um i'm gonna start with a stock down and i'll start with ohio state third straight loss against michigan and i mean eventually you have to come around to the side of yeah maybe maybe it's time maybe it's time to find a new coach i guess people who aren't 
raised in this, right? I, 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 because I look at, look at myself, like I've been a fan of the Tar Heels as a younger gentleman. And then as an older college football fan, uh, didn't watch the Tar Heels because they sucked and married a Georgia fan. So married into it, I guess. But there was a time where if we had a coach that was continually going 11 and one and 10 and two routinely, be completely fine with that but the expectations higher at ohio state i guess uh and you can't lose to the rival michigan i mean ohio state you're not used to that right it's what 16 and 6 i think you are now against them since 2000 nothing funnier to me happened over the weekend than watching the entire pregame and how Ohio State basically phrases this, Ryan Day, all of the alumni of, well, if you lose to Michigan, then the rest of the season just doesn't matter. And then you did. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to give me, you're trying to put lipstick on the pig of, well, we still make the playoff. Let me make this as perfectly clear to you <laughs> as I can. There's a better shot of Tulane making the playoff than you. Yes. Not going to happen. Mm-mm. Not going to, unless super chaos happens and Florida State loses to Louisville, Alabama loses to Georgia, and Texas loses to... Iowa. No. Who are they playing? I don't... Oklahoma State. Is it Oklahoma State? I think they're playing Oklahoma State. Oh. Who just... Oh, that's awful. Yeah, Oklahoma State. Oh, that's, that's bad. Bad, bad, but bad, bad. You need all three of those things to happen. Not one, not two, but all three. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna work. And you lost your spot in the college football playoff because of it. And now the question is: Are you gonna fire Ryan Day because of it? And two, what do you get after that? Well, Bring in I, the next guy. What if, I, I don't think what you if can do that. Do I don't think you can do that yet. I don't either. Fan bases tend to say things like that. uh, Yeah, from fans. But it's been three years, right? Mm -hmm. The first time they lost to Michigan, I went, oh, okay, whatever. Second time they lost to Michigan, uh, it's getting louder. And now you've got the third straight in a row. And they get, I mean, they're just, it's it's a different animal, right? We talk about the high expectations of these huge programs. Yeah, when uh, when Gene Smith says it, you let me know. Uh, uh, Fan boards, uh, they mean less than squat to me. But you got what? I, I mean, your le- your leash is is getting shorter by the minute, isn't it? Uh, it How long are they going to put up with it? That's the question. How long will they put up? That's with the not question that I asked: Is how long before this gets real loud? Mm-hmm. If he thought he was in any danger, he would have listened to Texas A and M. He did not. Oh, speaking of stock up, Mike Elko, good for you, dude. I don't know what the number is on that contract yet, but hey, that's general generational money that you'll you'll never uh, have to work again if you don't want to after this job. Yep, and you have be- you have about the same level of job security as if you were the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So, <laughs> you want to talk about a delusional fan base? Uh huh. That is one of the. Uh, that is the one of the topics of I, I haven't decided how many I'm mads I'm gonna do today. Oh. I have three. And I'm trying to decide which one that I'm angriest about. I know that one will be in it. I might save the officials one for tomorrow because there's another one just slid across my desk that I it's I feel it. It's right here. It's an angina. It's yeah. right here. 
and yeah. it's making me angry. And there are a few people in the sports media world that you know I'll take shots at when I get the opportunity, and this is one of them. Yep. Texas A&M obviously fired uh, Jimbo Fisher. They have now hired Mike Elko away from Duke. He was the defensive coordinator at Texas A&M under Jimbo Fisher just a few years ago. He obviously goes to Duke. He turns that program around immediately, kind of changes. Did he the- move? Well, I mean, Did he move? Yeah, they went from they weren't good under David Cutcliffe for what through the last three years. Mm-hmm. Then Mike Elko comes in, and they had a nine-win year last year. Mike Elko had 16 wins at Duke. How many of them were against teams that had less than seven wins? It was 11 of them. Mm -hmm. It was 11 of them. Does that matter? 100% that matters. Does it? Well-coached teams. We'll get into that with I'm mad. You 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 put a pin in that, and we'll we'll talk about it. Look. And Mike Elko's a fine coach. He had nothing to work with at Duke. He has a quarterback that will go in the first round of the NFL draft. He had. <laughs> in the ACC, that's plenty. Mm-hmm. Who's the third best team in the ACC right now? It's NC Louisville? State who can't score. Nah. Yeah. I think score on North Carolina, of which I'm not sure that iHeartRadio Asheville couldn't have hung 30 on them, but yeah. He, he turned he, out good defenses at Duke. He did. He's a good defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's going to get fired at Texas A&M in four years. You in mark my years. words that I said that. Obviously, I mean we all know how this is gonna go. Right, you I'm went just saying you for went now, and cashed good a bag, payday, brother. You went and cashed a bag with the most annoying fan base in all of college football. Mm-hmm. Awesome for you. And who knows? Maybe you'll I be hope able to turn s- it into a winner. I hope you. <laughs> yeah, never know. Nobody else has, but sure. Date the stripper, don't marry her. I, yep. It's a Colin Cowherd line, and I'm just telling you, it's <laughs> real apropos here. I can change her. Uh, she's got a degree from Poughkeepsie State Community College for the – never mind. No good can come from with how I was going to finish that. Nope. I d- detest Texas A&M, and it shows sometimes. Uh, my next one's a stock up. Pittsburgh Steelers offense, let's go. We told you for a long time, blame Canada. And uh, I can't tell you that that's going to continue, but that is the first time I've looked at Kenny Pickett and gone, hey, he's an NFL quarterback. I don't know how good a one. Uh, What do you do with the Deontay Johnson thing? In the course of one week, you got into a, quote, heated exchange with Minka Fitzpatrick where you had to be separated by T.J. Watt. And then Fumble hits the ground and... Oh, Meh. I'm just going to, no, oh, no, I want to, I want to. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time where every, apparently every really good Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver from now on is going to have to go through this. Uh, Evan Doyle, resident Bengals fan, uh, said it's a bad take. Well, I mean, you'd been beaten nine games in a row. Uh, in terms of yards gained, and you, you you beat Cincinnati, and I mean I get it was with Jake Browning. What was a bad take? Oh, he was saying it should have been stocked down Lou Anaruma. Ah, mm, yeah, you had Jake Browning. Yeah. When you're uh, trust me, if there's any aficionado out there on having a really good defense and how bad that defense can age over the course of a game when you have absolutely no offense. Two first downs in three quarters, and one of them was by penalty. 
this guy. Yep. It's a Jets fan. Fired coach bump, right? That's and got that's, your got your five hundred yard game in. You finally had a game where you outgained your opponent. It's, it's all looking up. I mean, for now, until you hit the field again. I don't know. I the the AFC is the AFC playoff teams are thinning out, and Pittsburgh yeah. just keeps putting games between themselves and them. You do get Arizona next, and then you get the Patriots after that. You never know. Which, if you lose either of those two. Shoe buddy. Then you go Colts, Bengals. Could you roll off four wins in a row and be 11 and four? Good. Uh, My next one is for, uh, it's close to the heart of of the other on the screen. Yeah. The god-awful NFC South. Yeah. Holy good. I just, I want to ask a question and and, and you tell me the answer. All right. These are going to be some rapid fire questions. Okay. If I took all four teams in the NFC South and I went to make like a cranberry sauce and mm-hmm. I just threw it all in a pot and I melted it down, who's the coach? Like, who's the head coach of the NFC South All-Stars right now? And why is it Arthur Smith? Yep. Who's the quarterback of that team? Bryce Young? I could keep the, uh, Bryce Young's not a terrible answer. I mean, ee. who's your star defensive player? And why mm. is it Jesse Bates? <laughs> is it? 100%. I mean, I know 100%. he had a touchdown yesterday. So, yeah. He had a touchdown and a forced fumble. Yeah. That is the most god awful division in the world taylor m said Derek Carr and marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore's hurt i meant like we're gonna go play a game this sunday who's the star of what you're currently putting on the field brian burns easy though easy though i mean i would agree it would probably be Lattimore when he's healthy although i like jesse bates more than most mm-hmm i i, I literally watched more of saints falcons than i ever wanted to and I, at the end of it, I felt like I should have washed my eyes out with Don Dishson. You should have. You should not subject yourself and then, to NFC South football at any moment. And then I look at your team and go, you know, of the 53-man roster of an NFC South All-Stars, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers probably have 26 of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that you're not the third best team in this division. That's hard to do. Yep. But, I mean, that's what you get, right? With that's Todd what you Bowles. get with Todd Bowles as your head coach. That face started to really just make you angry yet. I've been pissed at it for two years. Like the, and the, it, every it's, day. It's, it's like a mixture of, of um, I, how do I explain this? It's a mixture of, I, of little kid, I broke something and you haven't found it yet. And uh, a mixture of uh, who farted I did. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the only way I can explain it. it. It's almost like I am stealing your money right from in front of you. And I just have this coy little smile that tells you I don't have a clue what no, I'm doing. He is the epitome of that phrase that you like to use all the time of staring like an immigrant at the DMV. Like he just doesn't have any passion for for anything. 
and he just stares blankly into the abyss of the nothingness that is his head coaching career in the NFL. He is god-awful, and we will all be better off when he is no longer a part of our fun little game. I tried to tell you when you promoted him, um, I'm a Jets fan. I, I've seen Rich Kotite. I've seen Adam Gase. I've seen a, 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 just a slew of bad coaches. Todd Bowles is without a doubt the worst. Mm -hmm. And it's not even really all that close. Yep. Adam Gase is the only one in his stratosphere. Although Robert Sala is... Woo -woo. <laughs> He's getting, on that train. Getting quicker and quicker and quicker and getting harder and harder and harder to stop. Uh, all right, you're in the sportsocracy, ESPN Asheville. Um, we got to take another break here. We'll come back. Oh, we had breaking news. Yep. Somehow that's the first time that's ever happened. Breaking news during the daily At draft. At the top of the daily draft. Like, we took a pick, and then more things happened. Yep. Uh, so we will continue with the daily draft. Stock up, stock down from the weekend. So far, Jeremy's gone stock up for the Broncos, stock up for the Pittsburgh Steelers, stock down for the NFC South as a whole. I got down for Ohio State, up for Mike Elko in his pocketbook, and we'll continue after this. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop Custom Apparel Shops. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, and it's time for the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes! Uh, let's go overseas and some thanksgiving travel woes um you know it's things don't always go smoothly when you go on a trip uh you know i went to florida this past weekend and well we got sideswiped on the interstate by some 20 year old trying to take her friends to the airport in daddy's car and just you know decided hey i don't think there's a car in that lane nope there it is oh wait uh, so your 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 car got yeah, we got a little dinged up on the uh, driver's side of the of the vehicle. Nobody was harmed. Everybody was fine. It's not a big deal. Man, I don't notice anything now that I'm now that I don't have to step outside for a heater every like forty five minutes. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was cold. <laughs> I looked at my weather app this morning because I hadn't been out of my house in three days. So right, like, it's thirty degrees outside. It's brutal. brutal. I had cold this morning. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, things happen when you're traveling. Unexpected things happen from time to time. Um, some passengers, uh, travelers at a uh, Chilean airport, though, got a surprise over the weekend after a woman 
decided that it would be a good idea. I don't know where the decision-making came in here for her. Like, was it, I need to go get on a flight, but first I really want to hit this party before I go? Or if it was planned and she just made a bad decision at the party that later led to the fracas at the airport? But here's the thing. She goes to the party. She takes psychedelic mushrooms at the party and then decides, I want to go to the airport. I feel like that's a bad call ever. Um, I mean, they're never mind. That's crimes. Don't do crimes. So she gets to the airport and then, and then it happened. The mushrooms kicked in and I don't know what she was seeing. And I would love to hear her tell the tale of exactly what was going through her head when she stripped down naked and started attacking random passengers. The video online of this woman has her like jumping full on uh, some man, just some stranger carrying his suitcase. Uh, he was able to just kind of fend her off, just push her off, and then and then she turns her sights on a, on on a, some woman who grabbed her by the ponytail as she's trying to go through security, and then whips her to the floor, and then she just stopped, and then laid down on the on the on the floor because you know. That's what you do, right? By floor. So what you're so what you're telling me is that this woman lived by Jeremy's theory of if he ever wound up in prison. Nobody wants to fight the naked guy. Exactly. I mean, just fully nude woman just attacking people in the airport. And here's the thing: uh, they really didn't do anything about it. I, part, my best part, my favorite part of the video is watching the guys in the orange vests that are out there in the lobby, just watching this woman, like they do not pay me enough to stop whatever is happening here. Mm. My story exactly. randomly comes from Atlanta it's about a woman named Vera Connor. She was hungry for a sub that puts the sub in subpar. So she stopped at a Subway sandwich shop, which if you know me, I, I don't know. I don't know how low on the sandwich chain I would have to get to stop at a Subway. I mean, did like every Jersey Mike's or Firehouse or which, which they all burn down because even then I might eat the rubble first. Warm tuna salad sandwich from the gas station. I'd think about it. I'd probably just wouldn't eat. I'll pass because that tuna salad from Subway ain't even better. Because <laughs> I got news for you. There's no fish in that. It's like it's, it's cat eggs and beaks and who's you're worried about what's in a McRib and you're eating tuna salad from a Subway. <laughs> that doesn't make a lick of sense to me. Anyway, she stopped and got an Italian sub. How much does that cost? Do they still have the five dollar foot long thing? I it's a Biden economy. Nobody. Has oh a $5 yeah, fifteen dollar foot long. Seven, no, it's seven dollars and fifty four cents. So you can assume that her uh, her shock when she got her credit card bill and that Subway sandwich cost seven thousand dollars. Wow. The only thing she can figure is that the screen went to a tip screen when it asked her to input her phone number. And she didn't see it. And so she typed in $7,000 mm-hmm. as a tip. Now, here's A, stop putting tip screens up. 
Like, just, okay, if I want to tip you, just put a jar, all right? Just because you spun around an iPad does not mean I feel the burning urge to tip you. And I'll be honest with you, I am low-key getting a real enjoyment out of spinning that iPad back around and going, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say I had one of those at a Hardee's while we did were you on the do something? Did did you do anything here other than take my money? That's what you're paid to do, right? Didn't Not know, everybody gets tips. Didn't know we were tipping at Hardee's these days. That's why good angles they don't allow you to tip. Low prices love the savings. Let's go, let's go. Came back with my hair on fire. Now, not only did she pay seven thousand dollars for a sub. She can't get her money back either. Oh. Now her credit card company, because she tried to challenge the or dispute the charge. Credit card company said, nope, you got the sandwich. You signed it. So that's not going to work. Hell no. Nah. Now apparently the credit card company and Subway are battling back and forth because it seems that Subway does not want to release those funds. Now, and I can tell you why, because I think $7,000 is more than that franchise has made in the last five years. Ever since you uh, put your whole business in the hands of a weirdman, probably should have just closed the old doors on that one. Mm -hmm. I love how they keep putting sandwiches together. They're like, look, now we've got a ham and cheese. (laughs) 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 It's a funny marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. You put Charles Barkley's voice on anything, it doesn't mean I'm going to buy it. The $7,000 foot long. I... I would be in jail for crimes. Oh yeah, I would be. But in you know, there's also CEO's a part of me, office. like if I was on this jury, there's a part of me that I want to stand up and just go, "Okay, you got what you deserved," because you ate it. Because you Subway. ate it, Subway. Like, bro, stop it. Well, what if it was the only option? Um, I'm wearing a pair of shoes. I'm pretty sure I'd eat that shoe. <laughs> Says Jeremy, hellbound for leather. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm a weird man, but not weird enough to eat at a subway. It is the sports talk. Every subway franchisee that just heard that's like, hey, that wasn't nice. You could have bought anything you wanted to. And then they went. Yeah, but I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's crap. I don't eat here either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've owned this place for 17 years, right. and I haven't had one of these sandwiches in 18. We get free ones, and I don't even <laughs> eat them. I pay for the food, and I still won't eat it. <laughs> uh, Daily Draft continues here, longest in the history of the program, as uh, it is now my third selection of the Daily Draft. I'll go stock down for the weekend. For the New England Patriots. Now, now the outcome of the game really didn't change anything, right? I mean, the fact that they lost to the Giants is no surprise. This team is absolutely god-awful terrible. What my big problem is, you have you, you, you keep playing Mac Jones. Why? To expecting some different result? Like, oh, I don't know, maybe today it's going to be different, and he's actually going to have half a brain i don't know he had what 89 yards and two interceptions in the first half and then they were like i will bench him for the fifth time this season and yet i'm sure bill belichick will go right back to the to the well with him 
next week. I mean, he's been sent to the pine more than one of Adrian Peterson's kids. Pine switch. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my. Let's go. Don't beat, don't beat your kids. It's not nice. Was, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But this, I mean, every week it continues to play into that thing that Jeremy said about Bill Belichick five damn years yeah. ago. We, we ready to admit I was right yet? Because I was. I've never not been right. You might not wanted to see it, but it's never stopped being the case. Yeah. He's just not good, and the more the time goes on and I have to see him up there on the podium doing his stupid little... Um, yeah, I'm, I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, sometimes during a week. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fair to judge Zappi's performance if he's not getting full amount of reps during the week. Mm. Yeah, so everybody's job to be ready to go. Everybody's job being ready to go. Just you know, I mean, I if I was Robert Kraft, uh, I'd be over it by now. I need you to do something about your face because your face no is really starting. No doubt. When we're twelve and three and making a run to the playoffs, you can be this guy. But when we're god awful and you keep trotting out the same failure quarterback in the same scheme every week, yeah. I look when you look like Jason Momoa, you can be a bit of a jerk. When you look like me, you better have a good attitude and a joke book in your back pocket. Yep, and that's where Bill's at. Robert Kraft, he may be a saint at this point. The fact that he hasn't fired Bill yet and embarrassed him. Well, the only thing is you'd have to talk to a psychiatrist because I have a funny feeling he's having uh, dreams about drowning Bill in a bucket of water. <laughs> that voodoo would all exist. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and then I'll go stock up for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, just last week, we were talking about how you might be able, or I guess two weeks ago, you might lose control of this division. Well, now you got a two-game lead in the division after beating the Houston Texans, and it seems like you are on the path that we thought you'd be on. There's a great chance with how bad this team's schedule is that uh, you're going to be the one seed in the AFC. I said it before the season. I think Brady Quinn said the same thing before the season. And this was a big trap game. And I do have to say this. Do you realize how good this C.J. Stroud-Trevor Lawrence back-and-forth rivalry is going to be for the next uh, 10, 15 years? Mm -hmm. That's that's fun. Yep, It's fun. I'm looking forward to it. That it is. Uh, I'm going to go stock up Green Bay Packers. Look at you winning a game. Do I believe in Jordan Love? Oh, good God, no. Uh, and you can send me all the tweets and all the comments and all the things that you want to. It's, uh, my eyes still tell me he's not particularly good at football. Now, mm-hmm. what has changed is that I think Mike LaFleur has figured out that he's not good at football. And, hey, we should just get the ball in the hands of our playmakers, which, by the way, when all of you were telling me, what about the receivers? I can name 25 teams in this league that would kill to have your receivers. But the rookies, doesn't matter. Pat Mahomes and throw for 6,000 yards with what you have right now. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe me on Jordan Love, ask yourself this question. Breaking news came down right now, and the Green Bay Packers gave Jordan Love four years and $160 million. And the more he does that, the more possible that becomes. What would your reaction be? Because mm-hmm. I can tell you, fans of the 31 other teams, it would be, <laughs> that's gonna age badly yeah yeah 
Um, uh, I'll go Sharon Moore as well. Stock up. If if Harbaugh does leave and take the Chargers job, then he has definitely made the case that he should be the next head coach. Keep the staff in place. A lot of these guys are college guys anyway. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go stock up for uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, that game Why? that I couldn't even care about. Uh, ju- it's you should have lost to Auburn. If Hugh Freeze no, no didn't doubt. just go completely brain dead for a minute, you would have lost to a team that just lost to New Mexico State. No doubt. Fourth and 31, though, I mean, that's a hell of a way. That's a, that's a hell of a way to end a rivalry game. And it's just another one in the I, uh, long line of historic games between those two teams. Yeah, you saw that much differently than I did because I looked at that and went, man, you almost threw away well, probably Nick Saban's best coaching job. But mm-hmm. Hugh Freeze went dumbest. And <clears throat> I'm going to play heads up on the outside, which I have watched that play like 15 times and just going. What exactly was the – how do you have a 20-yard buffer and get beat deep? How does that happen? I could play 20 yards deep and not get beat deep prevent, on a 30-yard route. Prevent defense prevents you from winning, right? Uh, prevent would not have prevented them from winning there. Playing heads up on the outside, not a great call. Yeah. 27-24, Bama gets the win, and they keep their college football playoff hopes alive. Got to come up with the win in the SEC championship game against Georgia this week. Uh, and then I got to go with a UDFA. Correct. Yeah, I'll go Buffalo Bills. Stock up. I mean, we thought you were dead, right? We thought this season was just kind of lost. and I still think you're dead. I mean, it, there's a great possibility, but do you not feel better about this team going into the stretch that they've got after that performance against Philadelphia? What is no, Bob? Really? Nothing changed for you with Buffalo. A game that you had absolutely no excuse to lose, and you did. Uh, I'm going to use a line uh, that, that you once said to me. Mm-hmm. That boy's got a whole lot of quit in him. <laughs> and... Man, you can yeah. just rip defeat from the claws of victory. Yep. It's not it's not really overly impressive to me. I you know, I don't have time to really go in on this as much as I want to. It's New York Jets. Stock downer. Mm. I'd stay even further. I, I didn't know it was possible. I did not physically know it was possible to be worse. You had two first downs through three quarters. And one of them was by penalty. You threw a ninety nine yard interception touchdown on a Hail Mary at the end of a half. I say every week, they can't surprise me anymore. And every week, their incompetence knows no bounds. And we will have a new Jets shirt in our merch store tomorrow. And if you're not a Jets fan, it's really funny. And if you are a Jets fan, it's going to make you say obscenities, and then it's going to be really funny. You're in the sportsocracy, ZSPN Asheville. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, peach perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three at 6% ABV, max protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. 
At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Dirty turkey shark to back flat! I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! Let the hate flow through you. I had to choose one. I'm mad. I'll have to save the other two for tomorrow, and I will only be but madder tomorrow. Mine today is about Texas A&M football. Let me spin you a little yarn about how this weekend went, and I have this on good authority from somebody that I promise you knows. Uh, Mike Elko is the new head coach at Texas A&M, but he wasn't going to be. Mark Stoops was going to be the head coach at Texas A&M, but a couple websites got a hold of this and they put it out there. And what happened? Texas A&M fans did what they do and they were aghast with this hire of, we are Texas A&M, we must hire a better coach than Mark Stoops. A, Mark Stoops would have been the best hire you could possibly have made because he's done a whole lot more with a whole lot less at Kentucky than anything you've ever done. But then what did you do instead? You went and pandered to the fan base and hired the guy that's a Texas A&M man. Let me ask you just a theoretical question. I already told you, uh, Mike Mike Elko has five wins against Power 5 teams with a winning record uh, the two years he was at Duke. You think he's better than Mark Stoops? No, you did that thing you do. You cowered to the masses, which is why Texas A&M has been the laughingstock program that they really are forever. Let me ask you another question. Who was the last Texas A&M coach with over a 700 winning percentage? Don't know. It was R.C. Slocum. That ended in 2002. Who was the previous one before that that had coached more than, I don't know, six games? Bear Bryant. It was Dana X. Bible, and he died in the 40s. You're a mediocre laughingstock program with a limitless bank account. And guess what? Three years from now, you'll be doing the exact same thing when Mike Elko goes into the SEC and he can't recruit against Nick Saban and he can't recruit against Kirby Smart. But on the positive side for Elko, at least you got paid. I'm sure you'll enjoy that when you're coaching Central Florida five years from now. I'm mad. Yeah, you dang right. And I'm not even mad at Mike Elko. It's more the Texas A&M fan base that thought you were going to get Ryan Day. Are you out of your mind? You're the ninth best program in your own conference. It's hard for you know a school to come out and the AD to start screaming, ah, oh, this is not an eight and four program, and then hire somebody that was seven and five for the last two years. I was That's say, why you're Mark right. Stoops didn't get that job. You're actually a seven and five program. Which, by the way, what's Duke's record? Oops. You're in the sportsocracy, the CSPN Asheville. We'll be back with you tomorrow at noon.